Hello. Look at you. You're on time. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? I woke up a little early today. Ah. Uh, <coughs> I woke up having nightmare. I had a like really rough night. I don't know what was going on. Oh, maybe did you eat something before bed that triggered? It could be, but I didn't like nightmares. go to bed immediately after I ate. Okay. I had a slice of pizza before bed. About oh, that will two, do it. two and a half hours before bed. Did you dream of pizzas? Not I, don't, I don't remember what I dream. I remember... You must be stressed out. Probably because I'm going back to work. I don't want to. I didn't know you were off work. Yeah, I was I was in Albuquerque. Oh, I yeah, was out. Really so this will be your Monday. Will be your first day back. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But you don't remember what you're dreaming about? No, I think one had to do with dinosaurs, which makes sense because I saw Jurassic Park. Ah, uh, there you go. And I mean Jurassic World Dominion. And then I think the other one, the other one I I sort of remember because it's before I before I got up. For some reason, I went to a th the the movie theater next here, and I went to go see like some movie that nobody else was seeing. And I said, "God dang, I should get into their equipment and run my whatever movie I want." <laughs> and yeah. I got into their equipment and then started running my own movie. And then other people started to show up for. This uh, the movie that <laughs> was then, then there. people are interested in. And they're like, "What the hell is this?" Oh, and then they the found my this? DVD in the in the box, and they said, "Who's this?" And it had my like AOL account. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna trace it back to me." Uh, why did I write I'm my get in trouble. <laughs> email address on my DVD case? Like a fool. What movie was it? I don't remember. Picture the DVD case. I remember the movie that I that was showing was the Joker. I was like, nobody's gonna see the Joker again. <laughs> it's been out for over a year. <laughs> it's the one. This one theater's still playing it. Yeah, I don't remember so what no I replaced it, it with. Why wouldn't you just watch the Joker? You fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I came back to like so many Kickstarters. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, and you're in the mail? Yeah, I had like over 20. Wow. That I had to enter into the database and uh, inventory. And now I have to read. I was getting pretty good at like keeping caught up. <laughs> catching and I'm up, like, yeah. <laughs> forget it now. Now you're really 20 behind. behind. Yeah, it's good that you're reading those as you get them now. Well, I was, but Makes I don't know. Sense. You're off it now. Yeah, I only read one this week, and it wasn't a Kickstarter I supported. It was one I won. I was uh, listening to uh, Comics Addiction. They do, like, a, a YouTube thing. Okay. And I answered some question, and only two of us answered it. And I got an Aaron LaPriesty, uh Wrath of God. It's like a deluxe, ah. a deluxe book, which is pretty cool. 
and it has a, a Dale Keown backup of Garbage Man. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. What does a uh, deluxe mean? Kind of like looks like um, like a prestige. Um, Dark Knight Returns, you know, that thick square bound. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Was a good supernatural western. So I want it from Ed Moore. He does. He's another podcaster. He does that podcast with uh, Chris Parton. And uh, I like listening to that podcast because they at the end they review books and he always does Kickstarter. So I was interested in what what is out there kind of thing that I I don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that someone's doing reviews of the Kickstarter books. Sometimes I run into reviews of Kickstarter books when they get solicited in previews later. And I say, what is this book? And I look it up and I see it was a Kickstarter and someone has reviewed it. Mm -hmm. Very helpful, these reviews. So how was your trip? It was pretty good. Uh, we stayed at like this upper end hotel for the wedding for two nights and went to the wedding and the reception and did stuff at the hotel and and then did three days at Barb's mom's but visited yeah. my family and her family and her aunts and stuff so it was pretty good yeah, and came home cool. a little early <clears throat> and uh, I was supposed to be on a flight tomorrow morning so I, I was gonna have to uh, leave for the airport tomorrow morning And but while I was on the trip I, I got text from my boss and he says you can cancel your trip so I was like okay that, that works out Right. Oh, you're gonna fly out somewhere else on Monday? Yeah, I was gonna fly out to California, but uh, okay. there was an issue with the comm line. So. Oh, that's good for you. Yeah. So I that got sucked. at least back-to-back -back trips. At least a break. Yeah. Not that you won't have to take it soon. Yeah, but they pushed it out quite a bit. I mean, at least till October the second week I think so I just don't want them to push into November and get close into the Thanksgiving thing that's god that would suck yeah <clears throat> that's pretty far though that's like two months from now yeah seems like you're going to California a lot yeah I'm, I'm going back to Cali is that like, that like a, song? a branch office you're going to, or, or I'm going somewhere? Offices or a, <laughs> cust or a, a customer? A site, customer yeah. site, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I think what if I, if for some reason I have to travel in November or and December, including this trip. I'll have to pay 
taxes, California tax, because I've been there enough, which would suck, but. Really? How yeah. long do you have to be there for? for... Over 30 days. Uh, didn't know that. Yep. What do you pay taxes on? I don't know how it works, but you pay state tax. <laughs> I don't know if I pay 11 months state tax in Colorado. Yeah, and like then for one your, month from your state salary? tax. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. that works. I, I don't I don't ha I've never had to do it before. So we'll see. I guess I'll find out or not find out. Yeah, I don't think I don't th I don't think I'll find out because I'd have to go out for another like seven days. Like I don't think that's gonna be probable. But I don't think people actually do that. Oh, they they have to. How does the government know you're in California for? Because because the company submits are your tax stuff. But they don't say where you were located when they paid you. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They do for me. It says you're in California for this week or whatever, and I'm getting California per diem. I'm paying California tax. I'm living out there for that many days. <laughs> I under yeah, I understand that, but what gets reported to the IRS doesn't have any of that information. The IRS just needs to know how much you paid in well, taxes. Well, it's state tax. It's not True. federal. Essentially, yeah, I was living there but, a month. But your state is getting all of those taxes right now. So it would, it would be California that would have to somehow figure out that you were in California and that you owe the money. And they're not going to do that. That's well, not worth their time. I'm not going to try to cheat. Cheat? The taxes <laughs> is what you're saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm doing honesty and what, what we're supposed to do, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, good thing you're only there for 29 days, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if people go on vacation, like a couple times in California... I will play California, it straight. I'm playing it straight and narrow. If someone goes to California a couple times a year and it, it's over 30 days total, I don't think they're putting it on their taxes. I do not know that, yeah, but I can't say that you're not supposed to. Or is it only if you're working, like not if you're just on vacation? I have no idea. I've never done this before. <laughs> I just know that all the other people I work with have to pay. Well, there's two or three of them that have to pay California tax last year, and they're going to have to pay it this year. Yeah. And it's usually, usually, the, usually the, well, I think California tax is higher. Um yeah. But uh, work usually compensates you for what you ha have to pay out because it's work-related. Yeah. Hmm. I've never had to do that. I've never lived anywhere else for more than 30 days. Maybe you'll get the chance now that you're older. They'll send you out on something. 
<laughs> that took it rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> Send the old guy. Luckily, I'm not the oldest guy. We went to uh, the Museum of Natural History in New Mexico. And they have... It's, a, it's amazing how many of the dinosaurs are found in, like, New Mexico area. Like, you know, you could find uh, T-Rex and... I mean, we, yeah, have our, we, have, we have our own state dinosaur, which looks like some kind of small raptor. Um, but uh, why is that? You think it's just because the dinosaurs didn't like didn't want to deal with the cold? Well, I don't know. I it, it, it's so weird because they say that you, if if you start looking at all like the all the periods, like there's lots of periods that were like many many years. Like you go from Jurassic to, I forget what the other one's called, Jurassic or I, I don't know what it is. And then before that, there's like three other periods. And it, it it's it's so weird because they they talk about you know like the comet or whatever crashed into Earth and killed off the dinosaurs, but mm. there before before that happened. Earth was its on its own cyclical thing where it would go in these phases and then it would wipe out all it would wipe out all the live you know live animals and stuff because it would go through freezes like yeah you, but you're talking millions you, of you, years you, yeah you would I, yeah millions of millions of years but you would go through these f- freezes where it would just kill off all the reptiles and then things would start growing back and then mammals started, but reptiles came back. It and... didn't, didn't kill all of them. No, it didn't kill all of them, but it wiped out a lot. Yeah. And uh, it would just do it period, you know, cyclical and, and just keep doing it until we had that crash and everything would do it. But it just seems like humanity is probably going to do the same sort of thing is going to happen in a million years, you know, like we're, we, we die off somehow because of a cold freeze or something. Yeah. I don't see us lasting a million years. Yeah. I think that's impossible. That's... It's just crazy how, when you think in terms of, how all these periods lasted so damn long. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah. It just, it, it just, it's yeah. Short our we're, period we're, is yeah. <laughs> so it's just far. so fucking crazy. Like, well, for us, it's like how much stuff has changed just in the last like 200 years. <laughs> yeah. Versus millions of years prior. And I watched a lot of fucking movies and stuff. Like it, it was. It's insane how much I I fucking watched. With family or? Yeah, some with family, some because I why, got why back your... early, and I was I had like, I received two boxes. I, I delayed one box of DCBS, and then they both mm-hmm. came in on the same day because since they switched to UPS, I'm getting them fast. Like, yeah. I've been getting them on Thursday. <laughs> like, comics are released on Tuesday and Wednesday, and I've been getting my package on Thursday. When were you getting them per- previously? 
uh saturday sunday or monday depending on the oh wow yeah that's significantly earlier yeah so it's almost like you're getting them live do you know what i mean like if you're getting a weekly shipment yeah it's like it's going, like to if, the comic store it's going by the comic book store one day late like it's yeah. like holy shit i already have my books like the new previews already came out. I don't have the Marvel in the other one, but I was able to look at the new previews in this last shipment. Wow. Not as exciting as the last one. Oh, good. The last one killed me. Oh, my order was so high. <laughs> I don't know if it was a record or not though, but it was high. Yeah, mine was pretty high. It wasn't I had to make the some, record. I didn't make some Unfortunate cuts that I'll probably regret. What did you cut? I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you because you'll yell at me. <laughs> you'll say, why did you cut that? Yeah. I want to look at see what I cut. My poor babies. Oh, can we, can we go to your box oh. of stuff? Do you still have it? I do have my box of stuff. Oh yes, this is what I've been. This is <laughs> my this is my part of the show, listeners. This is where <laughs> I get to enjoy stuff, and you you won't know what the fuck we're talking about. Or maybe some of you will. Yeah, this is the the when I so for people who had didn't listen to the last episode yet because it was just posted. Well, yeah. I guess when I, I got back, yeah. By the time this is posted, it'll have been posted for a while. But anyway, my computer is finally getting really slow. I, I gotta start thinking about moving off to this new one. I have well, a, you new have one. a new one. Well, I've had one. I just don't use it because <laughs> I don't like it. It's uh, much, what do you much, mean you don't like it? It's much smaller. I don't like it. I bought a what? What is the Windows mm-hmm. version thing? called microsoft surface yeah i bought a surface and i don't like it as your main computer isn't that tiny yeah it's a tiny fucking thing that's why i don't like it yeah that's what i don't like i wanted more of a laptop but well I, i was thinking i like the idea of this this surface because it's almost it's detachable and I was thinking mm-hmm. at the time I was thinking before I they upgraded comic base and stuff that I could fucking take comic base with me. Do you know what I mean? I could Yeah. I can load comic base and I have a tablet like an iPad. Right. And, works, and I can fucking just bring up the whole fucking thing. Yeah. So No, there's definitely a convenience factor. It's definitely better for travel and things. And I had tried some of the podcasting on it at one point, and uh, I I was having difficulty with the computer going to sleep, and I I, hmm. I I I tweaked a lot of shit, just like your normal Windows stuff. But when I was recording, like doing tests and stuff, it would like stop at one hour and then i'd have to start it again and i'm like what the fuck why is it doing this that's weird yeah i know nothing about those things but in terms of i might have to move to it it's just getting so goddamn slow 
I need higher the... speed internet though, man. Cause we're like at we're getting it through the phone lines, and it... phone lines. Well, we're getting it through the broadband. I mean, I um cable. It's not through cable. We don't. We're gonna switch to cable. But it's not fiber, so it, the the bandwidth is just at the cusp of just enough. And uh, like, what's your bandwidth? I don't. I don't know when I measured it last, but it's it's low. It's not a a mega. Pretty horrible though. Oh, dial-up speeds. <laughs> well, it's probably worse than yours. Yeah. Although it, usually when we have computer issues, it's you. So I, I don't. <laughs> that's not, you know, that's not broadband issues. But it's also because yeah, it's like two, get two off, hey kids, are... get off of the fucking internet. <laughs> two Quit sons streaming stuff. Watching YouTube or something. Yeah. Playing games up there online. Stealing so maybe, my bandwidth. Maybe I remember. You ought to get better internet. I think my internet's okay now. I remember when we first started recording, I. Crap, my internet was crappy, but then they upgraded it to the faster. Yeah, I need to upgrade. Because sometimes we're watching a movie in 4K HD, SD, like, I mean HD, and uh, it, it's fine for like, I don't know, two hours, and then the last 30 minutes just starts where I, I get the little circle. Yeah. And then when it comes back, the images are sort of de- pixelated, degra- not pixelated, but degraded. Oh, the lower like res. You have it, it goes to like a low res, and I'm like, God yeah. damn it! Like we were watching Jurassic Park, and it did that uh, yesterday, because that's oh, a long, that's a long fucking movie. It was, was it? two hours, two and a half hours. There was a lot of people that bitched about it, and I thought it was like the most exciting fucking Jurassic World at is that on, Park is that on the scene. Peacock, is that on Peacock? Yeah, it's on Peacock. Yeah, I need to watch that. And they have two versions, yeah. and I watched the theatrical. Um, they have the extended version, which I had started, but okay. for some reason, when I started that one, it was, it was doing some weird delay. It's, it, it almost looked like stop motion. Like, it, it was like weird it was streaming but it was like there was this little little bit of lag like but it wasn't a a circle lag where it reloads or anything it was like it it just was slow stuttering but it's like totally different the extended version the way that opens like it has way more dinosaur scenes yeah man yeah what should what should i watch i don't know well i think one is like I, I didn't check the the running time, but I think it's like over three hours, and the theatrical is two and a half. Man. But yeah, I, I, I like the concept of it because Barb was telling me, you know what? We didn't even watch the second Jurassic World, and I, I think I believe her. But in the third one, they've cloned a... They've cloned a human, and it reminds me a lot of, like, X-23, like mm-hmm. Wolverine's daughter, if you will. Yeah. And uh, I, I like the concept of that. I like 
it was just so good and it was I don't know it was really exciting from beginning to end because it 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 joined Jurassic Park with Jurassic World like the actors like Chris Pratt and then it had like Jeff Goldblum and all the old actors Laura Dern cool yeah and I'm, it, in, I'm into that. It brought both worlds together, and I like—I I really liked it because they didn't know each other up to that point. Right. Well, yeah. And uh, the the concept is is that in the world where they've brought dinosaurs back, that they're alongside with us, except they've like mutated locusts, and because they've done that, they've they're sort of like wiping out they're going to wipe out humanity it's insane it's crazy i think it's called world dominion but it's on peacock yeah i'll need to i need to watch that did that have a was that in the theaters too yeah it did really well yeah i thought so yeah, we like those. I think I think I've seen every one of them. I think so I need far. to go watch the other one still. I, I I think I've seen all the Jurassic Parks. I've seen Jurassic World with Chris Pratt, but I don't think I saw the second one. The at second least, one. At least if we did see it, I don't remember it. Is that is the second one the one where I thought he trained Blue in the second one. I know. Well, he, I know. He Blue... bonded with Blue in the first one. Well, I know he bonded with Blue in the first one because it saved him from the T Rex or whatever the other Rex was. Yeah. Because there are a lot of raptors. That's one thing I learned from the Museum of Natural History. They're, you know, they have that gigantosaur and they have they have another another uh, predator that followed the T Rex that is just slightly smaller than the T Rex. But it, it mm-hmm. looks like a T-Rex. Like, it's hard to tell the difference. Oh, like a mini T-Rex? Yeah, it's like a mini T-Rex. But, uh, yeah, I, this this thing was just awesome. It had all kinds of dinosaurs, and I was, like, looking up the dinosaurs during the movie. Like, that fucking looks cool as shit. <laughs> and we had just seen, like, a at the Museum of Natural History, like a dinosaur IMAX-type mm-hmm. Dynamax, or whatever it was. Uh, video of all like the evolution of dinosaurs through the different periods and stuff. So it was kind of interesting because um, it showed some of the things that I hadn't seen before. But some of, some of them look like some of the, what was in Jurassic uh, World Dominion. Because mm-hmm. there, there's like, some dinosaurs that I look, recognize that guy. Well, there's there's this there's this one fucking dinosaur and I, I, I can never remember their names. I mean, if you get past uh, T-Rex and uh, Stegosaurus and what is the, the ones with Triceratops, you know, you know, the big dinosaurs, yeah, the, that, the Bronchiosaurus, you know, yeah, what, what, popular what, once you get past that and then the Raptors and I, I don't know like their names. Like I just, don't yeah and there was there was this cool fucking dinosaur i was like boy this dinosaur is fucking badass and, and when i did research on it it, it, it was a plant eater but it had these fucking like wolverine claws like they were fucking huge and i'm like what the fuck is that and it, it's a 
you'll have to see the movie, but it looks fucking amazing. And it's so weird because it uses that those claws for protection. It looks like it's a dinosaur that's going to be a meat eater, but it's a plant eater. Yeah. And it uses the claws to protect itself. <laughs> it's fucking amazing looking because they, they don't look like it doesn't look like a viable claw. Like it's just so big. Like it, it looks insane. Yeah, I wonder. Do you know what they use that for primarily? For swiping. It, it said for swiping other animals away and uh, doing something with it. the plants, like eating yeah, the vegetation, slicing the vegetation. Yeah. Yeah. There must have been some advantage. To but having... the way they use it in this movie is fucking badass. Like it, it just, it, it is, it is a cool dinosaur. Yeah, it's funny how. Like you said, we know certain dinosaurs because that's what was in our, you know, school books when we were in grade school or whatever. And I wonder if those were like the first, because those were like the first ones that were identified. So they were the first ones that were cataloged and put into books and stuff. Or they're the the ones that are distinctive sort of looking, you know. But, I mean, really, most dinosaurs are pretty distinctive. Yeah, they're pretty looking. distinctive. Yeah. I mean, T-Rex, very... okay, because it's... You know, it's so huge. So, of course, that's going to be, you know, a very popular dinosaur. And then the bronchiosauruses were always because they were so big. Like, they're just Yeah, huge. they're cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I guess the Triceratops is cool because it has the three horns. Mm -hmm. I do like the ones that are like tanks. They're just like are armored and have like spikes oh, the, all over them. The ones them. that look like a huge armadillo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are badass. They're like they're like ankylos. I think those are called like ankylosauruses or something like that. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there's something like that. Yeah. But they're all fucking armored. Yeah, and that's just like purely defensive. It's like, fuck you, you can't get me. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember at Disney, I. At Disneyland, they used to have this weird train ride or whatever, and it'd take you through Dinosaur Land, and it was always badass because you could see, like, T-Rexes and Stegosauruses and stuff. And as a kid, seeing, like, animatronics back then was really uncommon and badass. Like, it was, like, really cool to see. Yeah, something new. Or relatively new. Yeah. And then we saw a Nick Cage movie called Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> That's fucked up. Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, there's a comic book based on it from American mythology. That's really what attracted me to it. Like I was like, what was the comic called? Willy's Wonderland. I've never heard of this comic. I have to look it up now. <laughs> yeah. But it's based the the movie came out before the comic, so it was. Oh, it was an adaptation. An adaptation. Well, I don't think it's an adaptation. I think it's like new material. Okay, but it's based on the. But it's this the... is a kind of unique movie because it's, it's about this small town, right? And it starts off where Nick Nick Cage has this badass car and he's driving through town and he gets his tires blown out and then the mechanic that there's only like one mechanic and he says, "Well, I'll fix it, but it's cost you this much," and he goes, "Well." He goes to, there's like no money machines or, or fucking, he, nothing takes credit cards. So they said, well, you can work it out by going to like this Little Caesars Pizza 
kind of facility and it's been condemned and you clean it out and help us spend the night there and clean it up and and then you'll work it off and then the morning we'll bring you your car well it turns out that this place has animatronics in it and Mm -hmm. these people they sort of sold their souls to the devil like a demon of some sort and then when they were when they sacrificed themselves their bodies were put into the animatronics like somehow and and the animatronics come to life and they slaughter people and some of the townspeople they just put put strangers and families in this place overnight and they're like blood sacrifices except except they got a badass motherfucker like nicholas cage and 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 shit just got real (laughs) he doesn't say a fucking word in it but it's pretty awesome like I, i liked it a lot very strange weird yeah it looks like the comic is a prequel yeah so i would be interested in reading the comic i passed on it yeah i don't even remember it being solicited i have to listen see if we recorded a previous podcast that month <laughs> i remember not getting it because i was like this is based on a movie i'm not sure i've seen the movie but now that i've seen the movie i'm like yeah. i mean it was a it was a flop like it let's see october <clears throat> he made it for 5.5 million um and it like only made 200,000 or something like that yeah so it it didn't it didn't do very well but it, it's a pretty cool concept i i liked it <clears throat> what'd you watch that on hbo God, it's getting harder now that I have this new TV because I can just. <laughs> I don't remember what service. Okay, I'm gonna see. Why oh, it I was on. Remember. It was on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Oh, I didn't even have it on my list. Oh, I don't know what month it was solicited. Oh, and then we saw two badass movies. Like I wanted to see this when I saw the preview, but we never saw it. But we saw Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe Two. And mm. those movies were fucking awesome. I, I I love the premise of the movie, and it, it's like really addictive because it's like, do you root for this blind old veteran or do you root for these criminals? Like, it, it's hard to tell who to root for, but both movies are in that vein, and it's just like badass. Like, it, it's so cool. They're both bad. <laughs> They're not good people, but um, that w- yeah. those two movies Barb and I watched, and they were <clears throat> awesome. Don't breathe and don't breathe too. Yeah, I have not seen those. I think of one those. of them. I think don't breathe. We saw on Tubi. That's free. Mm-hmm. And they're real good about commercials. Um, yeah. And Peacock is really good about commercials because you can have the commercial layer, but if you watch a movie, they like stack like three minutes worth of commercials at the beginning, but then it's commercial free. Okay. The rest of the they movie. Preload it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. So that was really good. And then I saw a movie I wanted to see at the the movie theater, 
this was on HBO Max, uh, Moonfall. And it wasn't mm. anything like I expected based on the preview. Like, I can't tell you the premise or it totally gives it away, but yeah. it's, it's sort of, uh, it's pretty original to me. Like, I, I've never seen anything with this premise. When you watch the preview, you're like, oh, fuck, the moon's falling apart and it's going to crash into Earth, you know, pieces. And it's ca- causing all kinds of disturbances with gravity and all that shit. Mm-hmm. That that's what the preview kind of tells you, but there's like a a twist to it. Something else going on. Yeah, you don't there's, know something about. El- there's something else going on. Yeah, cool. but that one, like I can see why people hate it on it because it's it's fucking ridiculous. But damn, it was a good two hours of entertainment that I enjoyed. Yeah. So I I liked Moonfall. I thought it was pretty good. Finally finished Doom Patrol season one, and I, I thought it was masterful. Like, uh, I, yeah, season one is. I just thought it was very so creative and a lot true to some of the comics, and it. I I love the actors, like I, I thought they were very good. Yeah. The guy who played Mister Nobody, he was he was amazing. <clears throat> mhm. Yeah, they're all they're all really good. Yeah, it it was uh, really entertaining. I like the way they brought in, like, Tempest and Celsius. You know, like, after the original Doom Patrol was killed, um, the ones that were in My Greatest Adventure and then in Doom Patrol, a new Doom Patrol emerged in Showcase that featured Tempest and Celsius and Robot Man, who's mm-hmm. always, like, Robot Man's always like the core of the Doom Patrol. Yeah, he's like the... he's the only like guy that's always there. And then it had a female uh negative woman. But um I like how they used you know Tempest and Celsius in there cuz Celsius is supposed to be Niles Calder's um wife. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was yeah, that was some good good stuff. I Enjoyed that quite a bit. I like how they used Danny the Street and yeah, Danny the Street was great. Animal, mineral, vegetable man. Even though he was kind of a as a a comic a jockey, relief jockey character, yeah. The 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 one I really liked is the Beard Hunter. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. I'm trying to remember what was that storyline? I remember. Vaguely. I want to find out what his first appearance is. Um, let's see, Beard Hunter. Ernest Franklin. He's the one that could sniff hair, and then he could. He was used to try to find uh, Doctor Calder. Okay. He, he's he was the weird guy that would like almost have yeah. an orgasm sniffing <laughs> hair. The Beard Hunter. Where's his first appearance? Origin. Why is this one not tell me his first appearance? Damn it! Your system has failed. First appearance. He's such an odd character, and I don't remember him. Why didn't his book go up in price? 
Maybe Doom Patrol number forty-five. Doom Patrol number forty-five. There you go. What is that worth? <clears throat> I don't think it's the first series, but yeah, because that starts with eighty-six, so it has to be the second series. Oh, so it was Grant Morrison. Figures, oh, yeah. because of his, he's such an odd. Yeah, a lot of the really weird stuff came from him. Yeah. The grim and gritty vigilante known as the Beard Hunter. He's willing to kill for his ultimate trophy. I had to read that this weekend. I'd like to poke at that the, issue. The Beard Hunter know. issue? Yeah. I have it. Yeah, I have all the Grant Morrison stuff. I, I think I don't have some of the Nancy Collins stuff. I think I have a full run of... A Rachel Pollock, I mean. Oh, I like the Rachel Nancy Pollock Collins stuff. was uh, a Swamp Thing. Oh, I don't have a full run. I'm missing a couple... I'm missing, like, one, two, three... I'm missing three issues. <laughs> Damn it, I should... Oh, I should fill in those issues. I'm missing 74 through 80, 87, which is mostly all Rachel Pollock, Ted end, McKeever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a good. That's the stuff I was buying off the shelf when it was coming out. Yeah, you and your chainsaw belt. Your, <laughs> you were My like, oh, belt. fuck. Yeah, you were like, fuck off. Me a... <laughs> fuck off, man! Fuck off! I'm gonna get my Doom Patrol, motherfucker! And then you were doing like the devil sign, you know, the rocker sign with your hands. Devil horns. The yeah. devil horns. You're like da 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 da. Listening to that Black Death metal. I gotta see how much. Why don't I have? I don't have issue 19. Is it valuable or something? 19. 19 is oh. the f first Grant yeah. Morrison. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have that one. And I'll I guess I'll never own it because it's. Why would you not have that one? That's the first appearance of Crazy Jane. Yeah, first appearance, first appearance of Rebus. First Grant Morrison. I need to get that one. Yeah, it's not that bad. I should get that just so I can fill in. For me, it was weird because I loved 1 through 18. Like, I thought that series by Cooperberg was fucking awesome. And then you had Eric Larson and Graham Nolan and um, Steve Lytle uh, doing art. And I, I liked all that. And then it got fucking weird. And I, I didn't, like, adjust. I didn't adjust right to it yeah so i wasn't i think i came on after the, it got weird so. yeah I, I wasn't the biggest transition fan i guess that's like reading x-force and then you get ecstatics do you know how it morphed into that team and you're like what the fuck what did peter milligan do to this shit like, yeah i didn't i didn't follow it was shocking <laughs> 
I didn't follow the once it stopped being X Factor. Oh, X Force, I mean. X Force turned into X Statics. But it had all those weird okay. characters like Sensitive. You didn't follow the Mike Adler uh, and um, Peter Milligan series, Ecstatics? No. Wow, I thought that would be fucking like way up your alley. That was like it was kind of like the Doom Patrol going from to growing to Grant Morrison, Paul Cooperberg to Grant Morrison. Yeah. Even in terms yeah. of art style, the art style got crazy on that number 19 too. Yeah. What year is that? That might have been around the time when I stopped getting Marvel and DC books. Man, you were so pretentious. That's one of those my pretentious college like, years. Fuck you all, DC. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck I don't you. I don't need your corporate bullshit. Anarchy in the USA, bro. That was, was Bill Bomer. 2002. No, no, 2002. Yeah. 2002. So uh, when was that? That was. That's when I got married. That explains it. You couldn't have any money for comics. Yeah, I was. That was. Yeah, I wasn't really getting a lot of. That's, yeah, that was a, that was before I got back into getting month, monthly comics. That was back when I was just going to shows and filling in gaps and stuff. I wasn't getting any uh, new stuff. Except for trades. My usual trades. Like Savage Dragon. Then me and Barb mar- and marshaled, Dead. marshaled through uh, Cobra Kai, the new season. Okay. I still haven't... I, I only watched half of the first season and I, I've never gone back. Yeah, if you if you don't if you you don't like it, you're not going to like the rest of it. Like if yeah. you have the urge to I mean it's not for everyone, but Karate Kid was my shit. Yeah. I liked I, it. I, but... I I love fucking Karate Kid. Like I could watch the Karate Kid movies over and over and over again. So yeah. like Cobra Kai was like a natural. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't have the love that you have for the property and yeah. I, it, not that i didn't like it i i did enjoy i did enjoy it i just haven't it's on my list i just haven't got to yeah but you stopped if you stop well, i'm gonna I take a stop. i'm gonna take a doom patrol break just because i've entered in the halloween mode and i'm going down the horror movie the horror yeah. yeah i'm watching another nicholas cage movie called uh got mandy that's fucking crazy. I can't remember if I've seen that or I just... I think I've seen that one. It's about a cult. It's like a horror movie, a cult. Like, and it's so fucked up right now because it looks like it's getting supernatural, but I think it's because they're so... They're, they're so into drugs that you're seeing it through the eyes of after they had the drugs. So I, I'm not sure yeah. yet. I'm not sure what's going on. But they, they capture Nicholas Cage's wife to join the cult. Yeah, I remember. I've seen that one. Yeah, that was a good one. 
You know, it's going to be good when, like, the posters for the movie were just, like, Nicolas Cage covered in blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know what to, you know what you're going in for. <laughs> well, I'm a Nick Cage. I kind of like him. Like that, I that like mo- him because he's a comic book fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had, in, in this movie, he was talking his, um, I think it was his wife. I don't know if they were living or they, I think it was his wife. He was, they were talking to each other and she was like, God, I love Jupiter. And, you know, cause it's this huge ball of gas and there's a huge storm in the eye. And, and he goes, what, what do you like? And he goes, Saturn. And he goes, no, nah, I'll take that back. I like Galactus because he eats the planets. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that came out of the out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a line that Nicolas Cage added. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we're talking about movies and TV shows, I, I watched a couple movies. Last night we finally watched Shang Chi. Oh, that's a good one. So I enjoyed that one, yeah. I like the bus scene a lot. I think that's good, Chore- you know, the choreography. Yeah, for sure. There, the are, there was, there's a lot of really great fight scenes, and the one where they're in the, the car garage and they're like fighting out, out like the sides of the car and stuff. Yeah, that was good. There's a lot of uh, any opportunity they had to do some some nice uh, kung fu action they put it in <laughs> and all the all the characters were good the effects were all good so yeah it was it was very well done and i like the main actor cuz he's on kim's convenience so i'm a fan of his already yeah and then i also watched uh oh i watched the movie x that one I haven't watched because it's not streaming for mo- it's streaming only for money so far. Ah, and yeah. Rob Rob is like, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. And uh, I thought you guys uh, talked about it on Retrocast. We did, but he talked about it. Oh, but you hadn't seen it. I okay. hadn't seen it. In other words, I want to see it, and they already did a prequel on it. Yeah, I know you guys were talking about the prequel. It's just not. Yeah, you just haven't had to. It's gotta have. It's gotta show up somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, someone someone will pick it up for sure. I don't know what they're waiting for. Yeah. That was really good. That was uh. It was it was interesting. It like one of the things that stood out for me is the uh, cinematography of it. Oh God! Edit, please and... tell me this isn't like <laughs> the, it was so pretentious. It was fantastic. Oh, when when you say that, it scares the hell out of me. I start no, thinking of not... that Antichrist movie, and I'm like, oh my God! Please don't let me watch a plant grow <laughs> for fucking twenty minutes, please. Yeah, it was weird that like the first kill isn't until like the last ten minutes of the movie, but beyond that, like just those scenes of like the farmland. Yeah. And the cows out on the field, for like hour, like in about an hour, you watch cows walking around. Yeah, it's great. Now the uh, there's some interesting shots and some interesting uh, editing techniques he uses. 
But it's like the same guy. What's his name? Ty West, I think. He wrote it, directed it, and edit, I think he edited it too. So it's pretty much his. What What baby. else has he done? Is he? You know, I don't even know. I was gonna look him up, but I forgot to. Okay, you said Ty West like I should have known him. The way you said it. <laughs> well, I. Like, oh, okay. I should I, know this guy. Yes, yeah, well, you know him very well, I'm sure. No, I don't know what he's done. But it, it, you can tell that it's. It seems everything in the movie seems very intentional. So you can tell that it was one person's vision and. He knew what he was doing and wanted. He knew what he was trying to achieve with it. So it's good, and there's some good kills in it. So <laughs> if you if you're into that, yeah, I like I like that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. Plus, it's a cool you know the concept of it not really i think i've seen the trailer but i don't think the trailer gives you much what what you can you tell me the concept without spoiling it at a yeah. high level yeah it's it's these this group of young adults rent a a house because they they're going to shoot a, a a porno in it Oh wow! Now I like it already. <laughs> and that's how, basically how it opens with them going to the going to the house because the uh, one of them is like the director and he wants to he wants to film a a a porno movie that has like a a story like that's yeah. his because it, it's like it takes place in the seventies so it's like the right at the start of the porn in the the home movie porn industry. Yeah. Which is where, so before it kind of blew up to be a, what it is now. Because back then it was only, you had to go to like a theater or whatever to see it. Right. So this is like the cusp of it becoming more mainstream. So that's good. That's the title. That's where the X comes from. Yeah, that's the X. And then TV. Oh, I finished season one of Lock and Key. Oh, did oh, you man. like it? So good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's good. It's so good. And now I see the appeal of people buying the keys. You know, they like sell the keys. Yeah. Lock and Key. And at first, like before, I was like, who, like, who would want a key? But now I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want, I want a key. <laughs> yeah. You want the one for the back of the neck, right? <laughs> it can go yeah, inside head, your own mind. Key. Yeah, the head the key. Head key. <laughs> I do want to read the comic now. I got to find my first trade and read it again. I'm curious to see how it compares to the show. I think the first season is more than one trade. Like they Oh, for sure. For I, th sure. I, I think what they did is they combined it to like three trades and then people were like, what the fuck are they going to do now? They've already eaten up all the yeah. material. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Interesting. Probably with good intent because you want to tell your story without getting canceled. So it's like in, in today's world, 
yeah, I guess you gotta, gotta you gotta look moving. at it like if I'm a streaming TV show, I'm making like an eight hour movie. <laughs> yeah. In, in segments, and uh, if I'm lucky, I'll get to do a second movie. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta make it so that at the end of each episode, there's something that makes people go, "Oh, I gotta watch the next one." Yeah. Because that's what you gotta hook. You gotta have a hook at the end of every episode. There's not too many shows that drive me though to like watch more than one in one night. Mm-hmm. Except Cobra Kai. Like Cobra Kai, I could do like three or four in one night. <clears throat> and Yellowstone. Yellowstone's the other sucker that I'm. If if it's streaming, I could do three three episodes a night because. It always ends, and it's like, God, I gotta figure out what the fuck. <laughs> and Daryl fell into the trap too. He watched the whole damn thing. Yeah, I saw that he was watching. Uh, it. Yeah, and he got into it too. And I'm like, now you gotta watch 1883. You gotta watch it. Oh, I heard he has a lot more time now to watch TV shows. Because he doesn't read comics. Yeah, because he doesn't. He's read so comics. frustrating. <laughs> and now that the new fall season started, shit, he ain't gonna read no comics. <laughs> nope. No time for that. Steve Andreski asked me to do something from DC Noise for their Marvel Noise episode because they're having like an anniversary. Ah. And I was like, D- you know that like DC Noise is kind of <laughs> dead. Like, like, you know, it doesn't, it'll just it doesn't be exist me. anymore, it'll right? Just be me. <laughs> and, and he goes, he goes, I know, but you're still one of my favorite podcasts. Can you do something? So me and Daryl are gonna try to do something, okay. but. It's gonna be. It should be interesting, and I don't know if they'll want to put it in there after we're done, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, you guys. I mean, it should be fine because you guys never talk about comics anyway. So no, no. If you just get on and berate Daryl about not reading comics for ten minutes, then <laughs> it's good. Ship it. Yeah, ship <laughs> it. Done. <laughs> and he's even like gone away from like his comics podcasting because he's the only one that he does that's I mean tv ca- podcasting yeah it's all tv podcasting yeah. he's sort of doing the star trek one and then he's doing um the one with donnie what's i forget what that one's called yeah nothing's and on nothing's on and then uh, he's he's sometimes doing no apologies but no apologies is turned into more TV than comics and stuff. So Gotham by geeks has kind of gone by the wayside. I guess you go through phases. I've just never gone out of comics. Like I never want to go away. I might switch gears and change the, uh, the genre that I'm into and stuff, but like yesterday, I I read Amazing Spider-Man number four. God, that was a badass issue. I still want to go read the rest now. Of the new run? Yeah. There. It it like links some of the the tombstone stuff and oh, it was just it was such a good issue. Yeah, I think I might have to eventually get that when they collect it in like a an oversized format. Because issue three was mostly like JRJR uh, drawing up Tombstone beating the shit out of Spider-Man for a whole issue. <laughs> and then issue four put a lot of the substance behind it. Like 
Yeah. Oh, God, it was just one of those really good written stories. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it's getting a lot of praise. Which is good. I'm glad it's a a good story because I want I would read it just for the art. So yeah, it's nice when there's a, a story to back it up. What would you give X though if you had to rate it out of five? Four out of five. Okay. Is it better than Antichrist? Ooh. <laughs> don't don't can't, even don't even pause. I'm gonna beat you with the shovel. Can can there be anything better than Antichrist? <laughs> In terms of cinematic experiences, I don't know. Oh God. That's one for smart people, smarter people than me to discuss. I don't know. It was up there with Cave of Forgotten Dreams for me. Watching a fucking handprint in oh, a cave for one hour. Is that like... was god off the grill. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. But Hippie Masala. <laughs> that was amazing. Hippie Masala. Yeah, that was a, a, a fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Guy wanted amazing. to fuck his own horse. <laughs> cow. Okay. Yeah, it was a cow. I don't think he wanted to. I'm pretty sure he I think he did. <laughs> And he didn't want to have sex with his wife. <laughs> oh, his wife was giving him an, the evil eye. Well, she even said when they're interviewing, he'd rather be out there with the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Never touches me. He's always out in the barn with his cows. Yeah. I wonder if that's still playing on Netflix. It's funny because there, there was like several characters in that, or not characters, but several people who. Yeah, there was the art guy. And, uh, pretty much all I can remember is that farm the one guy. guy, the farm guy. <laughs> yeah, because they were all hippies that went to uh, India, I think, India, somewhere in India. Yeah. yeah, something like that. God damn. To escape the draft, and just stayed. Did I talk about the movie Fall yet? Did I tell you about that? I don't. Doesn't sound familiar. Um, we we went to the movies to see Fall. Do you know what the premise of this is? No. <clears throat> it's about uh, it's about a girl. Well, two girls and one guy that were like mountain climb. You know, that would climb cliffs. Like they were extreme sport cliff climbers, kind of thing. Yeah. And the one of the girls is getting married to the guy and he falls to his death. He they're like climbing a mountain. They do it like very risque. In other words, sometimes they don't use all the proper ropes and anchors and stuff. And he he goes Make to Make it gra- more exciting. Well, yeah, he grab he goes into a he grabs into a crevice and it's where a bird was nesting and the bird flies out and he falls to his death. So the, the one girl that was going to get married to him is, is like traumatized and she's almost like suicidal. You know, the father's played by the, what is his name from walking dead? Uh, the guy that was uh, the comedian in the uh, watchman. I forget uh-huh. what his name is, but yeah, 
that guy is her father, and he's trying to get her out of the funk. And her best friend says, "We're gonna go on a trip, and we're just doing this to get you psychologically out of the, in a in a better mind space. We're gonna climb a fucking radio tower. This radio tower, by the way, does actually exist. I did research on it." And it's like so fucking high. Like it, it is way high. It's like one of the highest things that's in the United States. It says 2,000 foot. Yeah, it, it's huge. It, it's so so huge that they have to put like a, a beacon on the top for air, airplanes so they know it's that beacon's yeah. always lit so they, they don't do crash on a lot into of it. Tall things, yeah. yeah. And um, they decide to climb it and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> But it's really good. It's like it's like one of those horror movies that's like horror thriller suspense kind of thing. It's really yeah. cool. Like I liked it a lot. But I want to see X Never really bad. I really want to see X. <clears throat> but is it is, is X also? You you talked about the por- pornography a- aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But is, is it like a slasher killer type movie or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, not homage. What's it called? Like a, uh, I don't know. Re, re, what's it? Dang it! I can't think of the word. Anyway, yeah, it you know it honors the slasher tradition, I guess. Okay. Kind of like um, what was that movie? God, Hatchet. Hatchet was like that. I don't think I ever saw Hatchet. Oh, Hatchet had like three fucking movies and you haven't never seen hatchet one hatchet so. was had, like hatchet had like comic was books like, too didn't it ha- yeah <laughs> that's another american mythology <laughs> book. but hatchet um yeah i'm surprised you hadn't seen that it's streaming all over the place yeah you can probably seen that I, I i don't know if i've seen all of them but i've definitely seen hatchet one and hatchet two i'll add it to my to be playlist yeah, Tupi has a lot of shit, man. I mean, they have a lot of stuff. Yeah, it looks like it's on Tubi and it's on Voodoo and on Plex. I don't understand what Plex is. Plex seems like it's like trying to do Amazon's job. Of correlating Plex. stuff. Free HD. Oh yeah, I should watch it on there. If they have, oh, they do have Hatchet Three. I don't know if they do. They have Hatchet Two. I'll assume they do. I think I might have some Hatchet comics now that I think of it. I think I bought some too when American Mythology <laughs> first kicked off the Hatchet thing. I just didn't stick with it. Well, I don't see any in my database though, so maybe I don't. Or maybe I just put them in the wrong alphabetical order. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't find it. I guess I didn't. Oh, I could have sworn. I could have sworn I had some Hatchets. It seems like one I would have found in the wild. (laughs) 
crazy. All right, do we want to get to? Are we done with uh, movies and television? Well, I don't know. You you stopped with X. Was that the last thing? I'm trying to think. I saw anything else noteworthy. I think in general we're just watching the usual stuff, and now the shows are starting back up again. So, but we haven't watched any of the new episodes of anything yet. I did watch. I watched. I watched uh, an episode of Columbo <laughs> because I never got into Columbo in my entire life, so I wanted to. You wanted to watch Columbo to check out what it was. Man, those are weird episodes because they're like an hour and like ten minutes long or something. I think they were originally movies, though. I think. Yeah, I think they must have been like ninety-minute. TV movies or something like that. Yeah, but it turned into a TV show. So you might have seen a movie. Yeah, the early ones might have been. It might have been a movie. Or it might have been inverted. I'm not sure. Yeah, but they're they're long. I can see why they're popular. It it was good, for sure. the The character is amazing, like, and the actor is amazing as him. So I can see why it was so successful. Wasn't he the one that murdered his wife or was that Beretta? I can't remember I think that which was Bar- one. I think that was, was Beretta. Beretta. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to accuse somebody of murdering their wife <laughs> if they didn't. Yes, well, any listeners of the show know that they need to verify anything we say. Yeah, verify anything <laughs> we say. Before passing it on to others. <laughs> Because we might have one or two facts incorrect. Fuck it up. Yeah, so we we can get to uh, we can move on then. Oh, I just want one more thing. I watched Hostel three, and I I think I've seen it All before, right. but it's the one I don't remember. And I I think I really like some of my favorite movies are movies horror movies that where they hunt people, like. They're sort of hunter stalkers. Like the yeah. hunt, the hunt has been one of my favorite movies to come out recently. That's a horror movie, and now you know Hostel. I don't know why they stopped making them. I gotta look at the the box office for Hostel Three, but Hostel Three was the last one. It was made a long time ago, and um, it has a pretty wicked twist in it, but it. it this is one that doesn't take place uh, more or less in a hostel in Europe. It takes place in Vegas, and it, it's kind of uh, has an interesting uh, theme to it. But I, I, I do like my hostel movies. <laughs> and I think Hostel 3 is playing on Netflix. Yeah, and there was, what was that other... Hunt, hunting movie the where hunt. uh no what was the one where it was the family that owned a board game company and the woman married into the family oh that was the one you watched a couple of uh yeah you oh you never episodes saw that one? ago no i've seen it yeah that, that was the one that you were telling me about and barb's like you saw that oh and that's I'm right like, no, I... <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah i get i, I get she made it into the married into the board board game and they were trying to kill her 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was another hunting. She, she's the one actress that reminds me of Margaret Robbie too. Yeah. She I don't does. know why she she sort of well, looks she does, like she, her. And she has, looks like her a lot. Has the yeah. same mannerisms too, like facial expressions and. Yeah. Yeah. If if, if Margaret Robbie ever doesn't want to be. That was a good movie. Like I, I like I like those kind of horror genres, like. Yeah, where you're being. Yeah, chased by something. There's that that those Australian outback ones that are like that too, where he like hunts people. Um, he's like a crocodile Dundee guy, and uh, he ha- hunts them. You wouldn't know it if I said it. I just can't remember the names. They've made three of them or four of them. They even made a TV show out of it. I haven't seen the TV show, but hmm. it was, it's a good one. All right, so let's talk comics. Well, let's talk about what Let's you, get into the box. The box, yeah. The this, is, this is the open the box segment. Yes, open the box. What's in the boxes? What's in the box? It's a dick. A dick in the box. <laughs> there are probably some dicks in some of these comics. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, if they're underground, there's got to be a dick. Oh, okay, yeah, so these are the two. So for listeners who didn't hear... Recently, a couple weeks ago, I went to a local convention at a fairgrounds and picked up two boxes, two short boxes worth of comics, most of which, a box and a half of which were from one dealer who had a bunch of underground and some uh, 80s black and white books. So we're going through them book by book. To see, because I haven't really looked through them since I bought them. They're just sitting there in my boxes. Occasionally, I peek <laughs> through them, <laughs> but not in depth. So, I grabbed a stack. So ready, we're ready to go. All so right. the first one. So this stack is mostly mostly underground stuff. We've gotten into the underground section of the box. Well, actually, we started. We started the beginning it last of the box time. has all been yeah, been all been underground stuff. So this continues the underground. So the first one is Teenage Horror... No, not Horror, sorry. <laughs> Teenage Horizons of Shang- Shangri-La. Oh, wow. Asinine Adolescent Antics. Oh, it's man. Typical I really, I really like that. I really love the cover to the number one. Do you have number one? Yeah, it's number one. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's... so there's a dude on a surfboard holding up a girl who has taken off her bikini top. That is fucking badass. She's covering her bosoms. Jay this is typical tales of today's... Wait, typical tales of today's turned-on teens for adults only. <laughs> what printing do you have? Can you tell? I don't know. It's a little beat, bit of a beat-up copy, though. Let's see what printing it is, out of curiosity. Uh, it doesn't say any printing, so it's probably first printing. What's the price tag on it? 50 cents. Okay, they're all 50 cents, so it's hard. To <laughs> so that doesn't help. 
Well, the um, number one was in what does it have a cover uh, date on it or uh, inside the indices? Yeah, it's 1970. Oh, so you got a first print because the the second one is 1972. Okay. So wow, you got a first print. That's 36 bucks right there. Mint condition. It's not very good condition though. Definitely not mint condition. I love the cover. The cover is just amazing. Yeah. Who did that? Lynch? Jay Lynch. Stephen? I don't think it's Jay Lynch. Yeah, it says Jay Lynch. Oh, it is Jay Lynch. Yeah, so it says Jay Lynch, Dennis Kitchen, Justin Green. A lot of the... Uh... Flipping through it, it looks well, like Well, I know Dennis anthology. Kitchen. I've heard that name. Yeah. I haven't heard of any of these other names. Doesn't Dennis Kitchen run Kitchen Sink? Yeah. This is a Kitchen Sink pu publication. Look, too. yeah. Yeah. The next one, here's one I've never heard of before. Terminal Comics. And it's like a, a little bit smaller size than a traditional comic. Just by a little bit. It has Mike, a, Michael A. McMillan. Interesting art on the cover. Yeah, this one. Step lively, mates. I don't. Step it's very mates. strange. What is it? What is it about? I have no idea. This doesn't even have a write-up in my database. Like I don't even know what it is. Is it an anthology? Is it? It doesn't look like an anthology, but it's like short stories. Huh. Oh. From Apex Novelties. I found the dicks. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, this one, is it's it... hard to tell if it's adult or not, because it doesn't say on the cover. Oh, except there's, there's, a... there's a woman <laughs> there's a... with titties there. There's a woman masturbating with an ice cream cone. <laughs> on the cover? No, on the inside. Oh. In one of the stories. That's one of the stories. Oh man, there's a lot of nudity in this. Well, it's got the girl kind of like in the purple lake with titties, and then the these other yellow guys are carrying this one girl like they're going to go roast her or something. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. One guy's holding a whip. <laughs> wow, this is going to be fan fascinating to read. What is going on in these stories? <laughs> What's that guy doing What else? Oh my goodness. Uh, thrilling Murder Comics, number one. Terrifying Tales of Total Paranoia. Well, this is from San Francisco Book Company. So this is the real underground stuff. Wow, the first print I have for 73 bucks. There you go. This is not near mint though. Not bad. Oh, this is uh, black and white, but the first story at least has red in it as well. That must be for the murder. Ooh, yes it is. Who did this? Simon Beach.
He did the cover. Oh, it says, uh, oh yeah, there's different contents. Copyright B. Griffith, Kim Deitch, Simon Deitch, Robert Crumb, Spain. So I've heard of Robert Crumb and Spain. Those are names that I know. Yeah, those are, all these guys are pretty well-known underground dudes. I just don't know a lot of underground dudes. Here's the Crumb story. So it's an anthology of murder comics. The next one is, oh, there's a dollar comic. This is Two Fools. I can't imagine these boxes of dollar comics. I would have went to town. <laughs> that's, why I ended, that's why I ended up getting a short box and a half of comics. Well, I like the description of this. Two Fools was an unpretentious... I love the way they used oh, un- unpretentious. unpretentious <laughs> underground humor strip from the early mid seventies. The work of Ted Richards and writer Willie Murphy. The two fools probably modeled somewhat after the creators stumble mutely through various absurd landscapes from prehistoric settings to science fiction adventures on other planets. The strip squeezes laughs out of each panel. Rather than building up to any big payoff, Richard's art straightforward and easy to read. Somewhere between Don Martin, oh wow, and Robert Crumb. Both artists I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, Murphy avoids underground cliches for the most part, harking back to crazy cat style of the absurdist humor. Unfortunately, Murphy died of viral phen- pneumonia in 1976, and the fools were rarely heard from again. Oh, that turned dark quickly. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, from the cover, it looks like a, a humor book. Mm-hmm. Last Gasp. Mine, is, mine says Industrial Reality. Uh, That one might be a second print. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's a dollar, so... Well, the original's a dollar, too. It's hard to tell because I I don't have screen images of of the second prints. Oh, yeah, this one did show up. It still says Last Gasp. I wonder if... Maybe it is Last Gasp and it just doesn't have it on the cover. That's weird, though. I'm going to look inside. Well, this one's in good condition, too. Uh, Two Fools, published by Saving Grace, a division of Industrial Reality. Yeah, I don't even have the Industrial Reality version. No. So rare. Yeah, they're just... You know what this kind of reminds me of is... uh, like Sergio Argunes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's very different. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little bit Robert Crumb. What was the other person they... Uh, Don Martin. Maybe a little Don Martin. I only say Sergio because, like, some of the... Yeah, I guess I got Don Martin from the, the panel layouts, too. 
But I don't see your version, not even on my comic shop. I only see the last gasp. What was what's the date on the last gasp ones? Nineteen seventy-six. Yeah, that's what this one is. That's oh, weird. Wait, it says published by Saving Grace. Yeah, that's it. No, but doesn't it have last gasp in the left hand corner? No, it has industrial reality. That's what's fucking weird. These cover images, both of them have last, have gasp. last gasp. Yeah. Huh. Maybe they just use the wrong. It's probably just the wrong cover image for whatever that printing is. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird that two databases would have the wrong images though. Yeah. But this says published like on my comic shop. It says published by Saving Grace slash Last Gasp. So I don't understand that. Oh, I wonder if that. I wonder if this company became Last Gasp. But it's weird that you have, you might have like a fortune there. In other words, what if you have... So a, rare. What if you have a comic that's never... I don't know. I'm going to go to eBay now because <laughs> I want to find... I love shit find like this. Find proof that this existed. Well, I want to see how yours exists. Like, is it prior or is it after? Right, or is Two it, Fools comic. Where did this one fall? Let's see. It probably won't show up. I'm going to look this up to see what you're talking about. Two Fools. Two Fools. Saving Grace slash Last Gasp. Yeah, see, I don't see a Saving Grace fucking... Oh, yeah, weird. I do not see the Saving Grace one. Like, even on eBay. You're right, and the last gasp one... Oh, wait, they have it on my comic shop. Where? It's the very first one. Let me go back. Yeah, so this is the first printing. Woohoo, $10. Oh, I typed two fools. Yeah. But look at the cover image. Zoom in. Oh, Industrial Damn. Reality is the first printing. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, so this is the first print. It's just the logo looked too... I didn't zoom in enough. So now if I go to eBay... That's the last guess. That's the second print. Damn it. Two fools. Everything comes up. You gotta say comic. <laughs> many fools I hate the fact that I can't the logos look so similar I can't tell until I zoom in it's like 15 bucks yours that, that one there yeah I'm opening the next one because I'm curious to see what it looks like inside. What is it called? It's called Uncle Sham. Uncle Sham. I'm not as impressed by this art. Issue one or issue two? I have issue one and two. Oh, Full yeah. run. 
You got the full run. Damn. I'm guessing this is some kind of political satire. Is the is the art mimic the cover? Is that just what you don't like or what? Yeah, it's it's similar to the cover. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. very strange this comic there's a lot of body deformities yeah it looks that way weird uncle sham that totally seems like a comic that was made in the 60s or 70s. Well, issue two doesn't look so politically correct on the upper right hand corner. <laughs> With the Yui and Eldridge. Oh, there. Yeah. I was looking at the guy in the corner. I'm like. Oh, the guy with the big nose? <laughs> yeah, and the pinhead. That's the Yowzer and Shonu. Look, Ma, it's a pie in the sky. Yes, I know. Lolink, isn't it wonderful? Wonderful. Wonderful. It's Betty Crocker, frozen. Mung pie? I don't know. I can't really read it. Yeah, I can't zoom in. I can't zoom in. Some kind of joke. Print Mint is the publisher on this one. Special botulism issue. What else? Well, here's an interesting one. Somewhere over the rainbow. Smile. There's a kitchen sink. Every once long and lonely while, we seek a smile. What is it called? And it has smile. Smile. And it's got... Nixon and John Lennon on the cover. Oh, yeah. By Mitchell. Oh, this is weird. It says the second print's worth $99. The first print's $3. <laughs> I wonder what's <laughs> up with that. Is it C- is the second print CGC'd? No. Well, this is third print. How much is the third print worth? Uh, a dollar. <laughs> hey, I wonder why the I'm... second is so high. I'm money back. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if it's an anomaly, like an error, or if it's legit. I I had to get Harley up in, this morning, and she was like asleep. Like asleep, asleep. I was like shaking her, and she still was asleep and dreaming. Didn't want to get up. Yeah. Yeah. But we barely made it back in time. Like I knew our walks are like 45 minutes, and yeah, I was like, like I'm not gonna go. get in time. She's like, I'll get in trouble, big trouble. Cause then she'd be bitching at me the whole time. Out to go out. You know? Yeah. Smile had three issues. Did you only get the first one? I think it's the first one. It doesn't have a number on it, but it has Lennon. Wow, look at the gorgeous women on issue two. 
I'll have to look. There's two naked women. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Oh, they're going to censor it? Smile. Smile like you mean it. Oh, I got to acknowledge that I'm 18. Turn oh. on adult images. On what? <laughs> on my comic shop. I'm on the line say that I'm... Oh, yeah. Oh, they didn't I... even blur it out. Oh, I got to say I'm an adult, too. I didn't know I had to do this. I wonder if that's new. I don't remember doing that before. Oh, yeah, that's a nice cover. Two ladies bathing while a miniature Pegasus jumps out of the water. Let's see if this worked if I click the button. So you could be a kid and just say, I click the button. Yep, and you can see some Tedders. airbrush titties from the 70s. Yeah. That's a great cover, though. That's so cool. It is. I, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like the design <laughs> on that cover. It's awesome. Yeah, that, that one woman is beautiful. Yeah, I wish I had, I wish I had, had that one. Someone must have nabbed that one before well, me. You could have that one for 16 bucks or 9 bucks. Well, that's 11 bucks if you want something that's decent. Yeah, I get a nine bucks for a beat the shit copy. Yeah. But you can see all the books that you got for a buck, they're all double digits. You know what I mean? Most of them. Yeah. Well, I think Uncle Sham. Let me see what that was. I don't have a price for number one, but number two is $9. It's up there. You can put number one on your want list. <laughs> you could. Do you have any more or do you want to save some for next time? I got a couple more. All right, cool. Do three more. So I have... The generic San Francisco comic book number four. Still the weirdest and most insane. Turn off, tune out, drop in. Alice Barber. Uh, has a bunch of the cover is some hippies going to a barber shop and getting their hair cut off and then going. I to don't have it. Is it just like the generic comic? Just a San Francisco comic book. Oh, wow, the generic comic's a Marvel comic. It's a, wow, that's weird. Oh, generic. I think I've heard of that. Steve Skeets, the first appearance and origin of a superhero. What is this thing? <laughs> this is absolutely one of the strangest experiments Marvel has ever done. The gang Marvel puts us a superhero complete with 2.65 superpowers and the standard assortments of some neurotic tendencies. The hero, of course, has a girlfriend, which provides us with the subplot. 
Of course, no this? comic book <laughs> would be complete without a super villain. Like it's like a generic superhero comic book. Is the it really an actual comic part, book? Yeah. Have you seen it? It's by Marvel Comics. Yeah. The really you know, funny. I'm looking at the cover. I want to get it. What is it it's on just... my comic shop? What is this? Yeah. Generic. It comic. is six bucks. Is, I wonder, yours, is yours from the which is yours I, I can't find it on my comic shop am i not looking right yeah mine's not it's not called generic i just it's generically san called san francisco comic book yes san francisco when was his generic comic book published let's see 1984 it's a 60 cents yeah Oh, this uh, San Francisco one is double digits, too. I have number four, not number one. Which is weird, because most of the stuff in here was number ones, so... What are you talking about? That... Which one did you switch to? I'm still on San Francisco comic book. I only see a number two. I have number four. 20 bucks. San Francisco comic book. Is Damn, San print? Francisco comic books are expensive. You have number four. No idea. See, that's what I'm saying. You, Oh, I like the cover to number four. That looks Don Martin right there. Yeah, it's... That humor. looks like a hippie Don Martin. The noses are different, but... Look Wait, at... It's Willie Murphy. That's the guy who did Two Fools. <laughs> <laughs> look at the shoes, though. That's Don that's Martin funny. right there. Yeah, the bent. The bent shoe. Big long yeah. feet. Yeah. Yeah, that is very Don Martin. Oh, this it looks one. Like lo a this one looks like fun. Anthology. Yeah. I do own one of these. I own number three. Oh. I know that I. Yeah, I thought you got some. Yeah. Underground. I don't. I have a handful. Well, that one's a crumb cover. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better, you have a better one than me. You got the crumb cover. Yeah, I thought you picked up some at some point. Yeah, just, number three. Just to check them out. Well, I picked up a bunch in Arizona. They had them on the wall, and they were like under, they were under ten bucks, and I was like, I'm just gonna get them all. And uh, I I got about five or six of them. I have to see if we have any crossover. I. I I have number six, too. Oh. Has a bunch of people dancing on the cover. Yeah, I like the covers of these. They're cool. And then I have, oh, another number four. That's yeah, odd that I have two number fours. Skull number four. Skull. And I did look through this one. This is a special issue, Lovecraft. So it's a bunch of horror comics. Is it called like Skull Comics? Or... I don't know, just Skull from Last Gas. Does it have a blast? Oh, this is a different one. I have a Skull from Through Black Hole Comics. Skull and Bones. Skull Comics. Yeah, this is that's Last just... Gasp. Yeah, that's it. Which one? Four? Yeah, number four. 
The Lovecraft issue. It's got like a werewolf on it. In a coffin? Yeah, a werewolf in a coffin. No, it's like a bat in a coffin, I think, because he has wings. Oh. Looks like a werewolf. Issue 4 has only one printing. Interesting. Issue 3 had six printings. (laughs) Yeah, issue 3, I have six. Or five. That's cool. I always like uh, horror anthologies. Two had a lot, too. Yeah, it's weird that they, like... Probably number one had a bunch, too. Yeah. Oh, number two has uh, the Leather Nun. I think she Yeah, there must have been something special about that. Oh, the Leather Nun, yeah. I think I have that. Leather Nun? Yeah, I think there was a Leather Nun series at some point. Trying to find... Okay, that's not it. The Leather Nun... Tales from the Leather Nun. Yeah, that's the one I have. I have a second printing of Tales of the Leather Nun. But that probably came from this anthology, is my guess. Yeah, I mean, that would probably explain why there's seven printings. Man. Yeah, so I do have some of the underground comics just in different forms. I got Leather Nun. We'll stop there because that looks like the end of the undergrounds. That's some good stuff. Because the next one, the price increases. Yeah, I think we're through the... At least most of the, uh, if not all of the, oh, that's cool looking. <laughs> Bill, stop looking through this box. I can't help it. God, I'm, I'm kind of jealous. So I wish I would have went there. You never know. Like at one of the, at the smaller shows, it's like, because I've been to them where they suck and I haven't really gotten very much. And then a few times... Actually, more often than not, I guess. But what if you even missed this booth? Like, you could have missed it. I could have, but I don't miss any booths at these shows. (laughs) Yeah. Ironically, this is one of the first first dealers I actually went to. Because the first thing I do is I scope out all the tables to see what they kind of have in general. And to see if there's any cheap boxes. And this one I just happened to stop at because they had a couple boxes like facing the aisle. And I can't, I must have like, I don't know if I flipped through it or if I just peeked in one of the boxes and saw something cool and decided to start looking through. But once I started looking through, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> then I was, that stopped my, uh, I, I stopped looking around to see what other booths had and I just dove into this one. Yeah. And I was there for the next hour. <laughs> Just going through every box. Ah, oh, so good. Is there wanna, a better feeling? No. Do you want to take a quick break? 
Yeah, and I, I, I do. My bladder is... Fl- uh, my eyes up. are yellow right now. So do you edit out these break periods? Yeah, I do. Because it's, okay. it's literally silent, so it's easy to see when you bring up the... Oh, the, the recording. The audio, audio, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. See you. Bye. Man, that's weird that a jalapeno. I don't usually have that with cayenne, like a cayenne pepper. Yes, but not jalapeno. Woof. Open my tree wine. Oh man, Barb Barb's cooking and she threw some jalapenos in there and it's almost making me choke. It must be hot. You got the jalapeno steam in your eyes. Usually that happens when she cooks with cayenne pepper, but this time I got it with the jalapeno. I wish I could have a cheer wine every recording. Hasn't your ace got more yet? No, I haven't been to ace. Maybe we'll go today if Barb needs to go, if I need to send her to ace. What's Barb making with jalapeno? Uh, breakfast burrito. I guess she doesn't usually fry the jalapeno like that. This is really... Yeah, I don't know why it's hot. I wonder if it's from outside or inside. Usually these ones were hotter, right? Historically. All right. So now we get to talk about comics. Modern comics. Yeah. I read all of them but one. Which one did you not read? Heavy Metal Drummer. Why? I couldn't find it. <laughs> I think because it's weirdly sized. I don't know what I where I put it. Heavy metal drummer. I I went to the storage unit and then I grabbed them all, like because they were they were spread across three different boxes, and I, I I grabbed all of them. There's six issues, and I grabbed I grabbed the whole stack, <clears throat> and I didn't like sort them in any way. I just grabbed them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I realized when I brought them, none of them have a fucking number on them. And then you can open up the inside of the cover, and there's no fucking number. <laughs> and I was like, how do you even what? tell like what number? 
and so somehow, which is the odd thing, this is um, the the guy that uh, writes. Well, maybe I don't. Maybe he's the guy who draws it. Mm-hmm. He replied back to it. Let me let me see. I got if I can find it. Oh, so you posted this on the social? I posted it, but all I did is I didn't reference it. I said this heavy metal drummer is driving me fucking crazy because there's no goddamn number in it, and I can't yeah. tell from the inside. I can't yeah. tell anything. How, how do you know what order to read them in? <clears throat> yeah. And um, he replied to me. I'm trying to find if I can find the I, – I, I tweet so goddamn much that – Oh, that cheer wine is good. It always it's is. It's a sweet, carbonated, refreshing. What did I do with it? I'm trying to see who replied. But I can't even... I can't even find a... God, I I'll tweet a, I, I tweet a lot. Damn. Oh, his or name is his replied is the writer, Kiefer Fidlow. He said apologies for it. It's created some confusion. And I'm not sure myself how that happened. <clears throat> and he said there should be chapter numbers in the inside credit pages. That helps. Issue two, I think, is missing the chapter number, though. Well, we'll be making sure it will never happen again. But, uh, yeah, I, I posted, like, it's so hard to tell what the hell. Oh, man, I'm looking for that post of yours, but I got distracted by this picture of Jillian Anderson. Oh, did you see that? That's pretty Ooh, sexy, isn't that's it? That's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Just distracted me. <clears throat> But heavy metal drummer, I, I can't really like. I think you would like it artistically. I'm not sure what you'd feel about like in the story. Like I, it's an it's sort of like an acid trip. Like this guy plays the drums. Wait, so what, what was the answer on the uh, heavy metal drummer? So it is just missing numbers. So how well, do you know which one to read? Well, I I looked in my database. It okay. tells me, so but just want by cover. But he does. He's all the issues except number two do have a chapter in it. So if you look at the inside okay. page, on it'll inside, say chapter yeah. one, except for issue two. It doesn't have any chapter. That was the first one I looked at, and I didn't see the chapter number. <laughs> oh, speaking of misprintings, did you see? I think it's Azza A Z Z A by Pat Shand. Yeah, that got. Recalled, or it's getting rep- number one's getting reprinted because apparently half of the issue is missing dialogue bubbles. Oh shit! Did you get your copy yet? No. I. Have to see if I get the error copy or if they pull it. I got a copy this week. Okay, so you you probably have the error copy then. Yeah, so if you read it and notice that suddenly there's no dialogue, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they messed up the printing somehow. Yeah, hopefully I'll get my new copy then. Yeah, I think they're reprinting it around when they're printing issue two. So. 
That must suck because that's like double the cost for somebody, right? Yeah, the publisher has to yeah eat it. So heavy metal drummer is a this guy. I don't know. The lead singer is always giving the drummer shit, but when he plays, it's like shit is going on where these aliens come about and they start taking over the bodies of cats and rodents and people. And uh, I don't know what's happening, but it looks like it's taking over the bodies of people every time he plays the drums. Like when they listen to his playing? Yeah. And now it's in like a bunch of prostitutes. There's this prostitute says, you want a taste of this, honey? Baby? And then they're having sex. It's like, ah, ah, ah. And then she turns into a plant and then sort of like, well, an alien, I, would, I guess it is. It looks like it's sort of plant-based. And, uh, devours him and then I don't know devours if it like the drummer no just the drummer's just playing the drums but every time he plays the drums these like creatures manifest themselves yeah one goes nice. into a cat one goes into an old lady so I don't like I don't understand it and then I don't know if I'm supposed to listen to something. The cassette now available between the Buried and Me record company. I don't know if there's like... Oh, so they made a record. I think what you'd like is the art style, but I can't make Mm -hmm. heads or tails what's going on. I gave it a 3 out of 5. If that that helps, I don't know. I don't know if you would have went for the trade or not. That's why you were trying to read this one. Probably. I got a. What did I do with it? I have no idea. I don't think I'm ever going to find it. My theory is that I pulled it from the stack because I wanted to read it and put it somewhere. I don't know where I put it. You sound like me. <coughs> I'm still choking on the jalapeno. Man, I haven't e- eaten it. It's just the oh, just <laughs> what hit the air. Just breathing it in. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to. Hopefully, I'll find it in my reading and. and I want to try to get through them today. It, it was a quick read. A lot of the stories told visually. With mm-hmm. a, not a lot of captions, but there are some captions in there. The colors are pretty nice. I do like the colors. Yeah, and it's weird that Behemoth is printing these weirdly sized comics because it's like slightly smaller than a regular comic, right? Yeah, it's almost the same width. I mean, it's just the height is, I don't know, about uh, an, like inch an inch short. shorter. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know if that about... has contributed to my problems, but perhaps. But you know you bought it because you could see it filled in your order, right? I, I remember seeing it. Because <laughs> I remember saying, this is a weird size. 
Because I think they might have another one that's weird size like that, too. I think. So what do you want to cover next? Well, the top of my pile is I hate this place. Is that one we read? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck sure. this place. My cover says fuck this place. I didn't get the fuck this place cover. I don't seem consistent in any of them. I get the fuck this place. I hate this place. <laughs> I remember we solicited it as fuck this place, but I think they <laughs> chickened out and released it as no, I hate this place. No, you, you get both of them. Cover A and cover B. Yeah, but I think cover A is... I hate this I hate place. I hate this place, yeah. <coughs> Man, I still can't... You're yeah. dying. Tell Barb this is not helping your professional career. Sorry, as a everybody. Podcaster. This Being one, I, li- I like the... I like the story because it was sort of... It sort of had like a horror vibe to it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, in the horror genre. Because it's about these... uh... It's about a woman who inherited her great aunt's farm. And there's a bunch of cattle. And her and her... Is it her wife or her girlfriend? I think it's her wife. Yeah, our, our... Her, her her wife doesn't really isn't really as into it, but the, I think their plan is to live there for like a year or something. No, I then... would I, I would disagree with that. I think she's more into it initially because it's oh she her, the one that she's in... a survivalist. Like she's the one that has all the ammunition and. Okay, do I have it backwards? <laughs> no, they I both one of them they, they both want to they both want to be there until. The other one finds out what's going on, and she's like, fuck this. Let's get the fuck out of here. I thought even from the start, though, that their plan was just to be there for until the cows were Yeah, they were going to sell the cows and then sell them. And they would move. Yeah, that was the plan. But they get into town, they go into the shop, and there's like, there's fucking aliens in those hills. The the shop owner kind of tells them that. And then they get there, and there's all kinds of weird shit. And they they find a like a weird room that has a TV with a bunch of video cassettes in it, and a lock in the inside and the outside. They know they notice every lock every door has an inside and an outside lock, and they're like, "What the fuck is up with this?" And then shit hits the fan when dust comes, and then the aliens arrive. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, they I see a bunch it. of ghosts or something. Yeah. And then, well, then the other part of the story is it opens up with uh, like some professional, I don't know if they're hitmen or, or they're robbers, right? Yeah, they're robbers. And then one of the robbers turns on the other robbers and then later you see that he's one of the guys who is hired on the farm as a farmhand to help out. Yeah. 
And then there's what is this creature they say they warn him about? Yeah, something in the forest. The horn man. Horn man. <clears throat> I've heard of this creature before. Like it's been in horror movies before. I wonder if that's like a a cryptozoid or something. Yeah, it could be. Oh yeah, because then they watched a video and the ant kind of explained like what the rules of the house were. Yeah. Like don't go out at night, don't go into the forest, and if you see the antler man, run. Or just go into this room and put on facts of life. You take the good, you take yep, the bad, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. Yeah, but you get the idea that yeah, because it wasn't the room like full of videos and stuff. Yeah. Had a bunch you get of the stuff. idea that it's it's made for extended living there for extended it's amounts like of time. It's like a safe, uh, what do you call a it? Safe room. Safe room. Or a panic room. Yeah, panic room. That's what they call them. I need a panic room. So you could lock yourself in? With a bunch of comics. <clears throat> Who are you hiding from? <laughs> I don't know yet. You never know. Don't people pretty much leave you alone when you're reading, or <clears throat> is it like, Dad, I want this video game now? <clears throat> no, it's, yeah, I'm pretty much left alone. Sometimes, it depends what I'm reading. Like, the other day I was reading Lookers, and I kept getting interrupted, so I kept having to you're, close you're... my Lookers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, I can't have my kids know that I'm reading this <laughs> pornography. <laughs> Little do they trouble. know everything that happens in the lookers. I like that one though. That's one. That's my one of my favorite boundless books. Yeah, it is good. Cause that one has like substance behind it. It's not all just like crazy sex. TNA, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about the. Was the lookers Pat Shand? Uh, I think he might have written some of it, but I think at first it was Christos Gage, maybe. Oh, okay. That sound right? It was either him or what's the other guy who writes that stuff? Like, starts with a Z. Christopher. I don't know. Xander, something like that. Yeah, it's about the women who are trying to take down scumbags online. Yeah. But they make money by having sex. Sex site. A sex site. So you do get interrupted and then you close your book. Where do you put your books so or nobody goes through them because they don't want yeah, to no, read comics? No one goes no one goes through my comics. Occasionally, my older son will be sitting there reading one of my comics, and I'll say, Oh, what trade? But that's mostly trades, not the, uh, uh, not the floppies. Kids don't like floppies. Now you have all these uh, underground comics to hide. <laughs> <laughs> they won't read these. They'll be like, What is that old shit? No one wants to read that. It's old. Smelly. 
This is delicious. Yeah. That's what it, it tasted like. Is that jalapeno very potent? Uh, it's hot, but she has green chili in here too. Yeah, green chili stew. That's uh, really tasty. You'd like it, except it has sausage, and I think the green chili stew has meat. Ah. Other than that, you think it's great. I do like a breakfast burrito. But man, you missed some of the most important ingredients, like bacon. <laughs> bacon and sausage and chorizo. Mm. Well, I'm okay with fake sausage and fake chorizo. Fake bacon isn't really doesn't really compare very well. well the sauces and chorizo are pretty good. They don't compare either. They're pretty close. It tastes I mean, they're like close dirt. enough. They're <laughs> close enough for me. Especially the sausage. They got some pretty good sausages. It tastes like you're eating at Luna's. <laughs> Just sprinkle some dirt on top of it. Mm -hmm. Remember we got that. What was it? Like a plate of dirt? <laughs> I got a, a dirt burger. It was awful. It was like a raw dirt burger that was warm, and I don't know how they got it warm. All I can think <laughs> of is they don't have ovens or anything. They probably they put it between the cook's armpits and heated it up that way. Yeah, he, all our food is heated by body heat. <laughs> I don't remember what I got. I think I got some kind of lasagna, which in retrospect is a bad idea for a place that doesn't cook anything. <laughs> I thought you thinking. liked yours. It was pretty good, actually. Yeah. So you <laughs> liked yours. Daryl even liked his. I don't remember what he got. I think he might have got the same thing as me. I decided to go with the burger, and it was awful. Barb's was the best. Barb's tasted really good. What was she got again? A salad? I think it was a salad, yeah. Yeah. That was smart. See, she's the only smart one out of us. If you're at a place that doesn't cook their food, go for a salad. Yeah. <laughs> don't go for a burger or lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Go for the salad. But they don't have meat there either. It was all natural. Yes, they don't even have cheese. That's no. a vegan place. They just have vegan cheese. We got something, though. Some kind of appetizer. Oh, the falafel. It was awful. It was just... What was the dirt, though? Like, there's literally dirt on one No, it was, a it was falafel. <laughs> the falafel tasted like dirt. Like it was dirt. like, I'm eating a dirt pie or something. <laughs> yeah, like mud pies. <laughs> like you're a kid. That was gross. I remember distinctively it was a falafel. Yeah, that's right. It was I, ha no, I hated no it so much. <laughs> I almost wanted to punch Keith for suggesting it. <laughs> Alan's the only smart one. Alan didn't go. Oh, he didn't go. Yeah, because he said, where are you guys going? We said, we're going to this vegan place. And he's, oh, I got to, I'm going to go to merch. <laughs> yeah, he hid, he hid from Keith is what he did. He went to Five Guys because we were texting him. Okay. 
And I remember we had, we drove there with like eight people in the eight car. Eight people in the car, yeah. <laughs> it, it fits five and there were eight. Wasn't very safe. That was an experience. I don't think there were any seat belts involved. Probably not. Mm -hmm. We were living, we were reckless. Young and rest, reckless. We were at a convention. We were young in our in our in our in our forties. <laughs> yeah, if I was in my fifties back then, I wouldn't have fit in that car. <laughs> you would have been like, "We can't fit eight people in here now." <laughs> Mike is taking up two of the spots. <laughs> So the next book we have is Dark Spaces Wildfire. Oh, yeah. That one, I, I had a trouble finding it, but I finally did. What did you give I Hate This Place? I Hate This Place, four out of five. Same. You had trouble finding Dark Spaces? Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because, like, the title, Dark Spaces, because it has, like, Scott Schneider, Hayden Sherman, Rhonda... Pattison, Dark Spaces, Wildfire, and they're all like about the same size, so it doesn't really. The dark is emboldened, but that's about it. But did you uh, do you file by company? So you would have said, "Oh, that's IDW. I just have to go grab IDW." Um, if by file you mean have a pile of comics <laughs> in random order, yes, it was in one of the random piles. All my new stuff just goes in piles until I read it. Then it gets filed. I can do that because I don't get 400 comic books a month. <laughs> Obviously, you can't. You can't find Heavy Metal Drummer. The system is not without its flaws. I often... I had to search a lot for Dark Spaces. I went through those stacks multiple times trying to find it. And you gave up on Heavy Metal Drummer. You're like, screw it. I looked. Yeah. I, and I, I gave up. I had to. So that's it. But I'm glad I found Dark Spaces because I enjoyed it. And I, I like the art. Is a Hayden... Hayden Sherman is the artist. Mm -hmm. I really like the art. You've seen his art before in Image, right? Yeah, I, I recognize the name, but I don't know what he's done. I don't let remember. Me, let me do a search. So this is the Scott new Scott Snyder book, creator-owned from IDW Original, which is their new uh, imprint. And I'm assuming they created this new imprint because they lost some licensed stuff. That is not the right name. A creator-owned imprint, probably. Because didn't they lose something, some properties? Yeah, they lost... Uh, G well, they, they're going to lose G.I. Joe after next month. Yeah. They lost... Star Wars... 
they lost Marvel. Yeah, because Marvel took it. Yeah, so I think that this is their... They lost Transformers. Oh, did they lose Transformers? Yeah. So all they have left is like Ninja Turtles and Star Trek. Yeah. So this is... If they lose Ninja Turtles, man, woo. Yeah, that'll be a hit. This beef here, like this, it's got like beef in the chili. Hamburger meat, it's hot. Like it absorbed everything of the chili. I soaked up all the chili heat. Oh my god. It's really hot. Yeah, and at the at the back of this it has the IDW originals and they have I think the ones that have come out are Crashing True Cult. I think that's it. I always think that's Trevert Trevi Cult. It looks like Trevi Cult. It's like churches that band. I call them Traverches. Because they have the views like V's. Yeah. Yeah, there was a band, a punk band back in the day. I can't remember what the name of the band was. You know churches, though, right? I know that there's a band called Churches. Oh, man, yeah, because Mannequin Hand, they did. So in Mannequin, they, the U was a V, so I always said Mannequin Hand. Everyone, every, you'll probably all remember the band Mannequin Hand from back in the day. I don't. <laughs> I think they were a, a, a local Illinois punk band back in the late 80s. But I always said Manicovin. Traverches. <laughs> so I enjoyed this. So this is about a group of women who are actually uh, prisoners who have this work duty where they go out and work for the California Fire or Forestry Service, I guess, where it's their job to clear out uh, trees and debris and stuff in the pa- in the presumable path of fires to try and create spaces where the fire can't cross. And they're led by a correctional officer from the prison who's also a woman. And <clears throat> I guess the... So this issue kind of gets into their lives a little bit and their histories. And even the corrections officer, it seems like there's something dark in her past or something happened where she, I'm assuming that's why she has this job instead of being at the prison. Yeah, it's weird. I I looked this up. Uh, California does this a lot. They pay inmate firefighters between 290 and 512 per day with California fire paying an additional dollar while they're working a fire. Hopefully they offer these people jobs like when they get released. I'm guessing they do because they're already I think it depends experienced. on the, Well, I'm I'm sure that this cruise the one that they call Ma, she's not a criminal though, is she? Is she just the one that runs it? She's the correctional officer. Okay. 
But when they show her, like, resume or whatever, or they show, like, a, a evaluation form of hers, and it's all, like, redacted, so you can't read what they wrote about oh, her. Oh, okay, yeah. You don't know if she so has seems like, Yeah, it seems like something happened. And she also has a medical issue as well. Yeah, she on. has cancer, first stage. Yeah. And then a couple of the prisoners, they talk about, like, what their crimes were. The one I remember is there's the one, well, because it's pertinent to the story. She was a CFO at a Ponzi, ski, Ponzi company who ripped a bunch of people off. And then she took the hit for the company, basically. Yeah. And was in jail for, like, 60 years or something. And she's really the only other one you need, need to know. The other ones are have like five year sentences. I think one has one year to go. Yeah. Yeah, various. One's getting out soon. And they all they all eat candy cigarettes. I didn't know what that was about. <laughs> like I had to do, do a double take on that because. Yeah, I guess, I, guess I cigarettes. Well, I didn't pay attention to the the artwork like the artwork on the side of the boxes it says candy and uh, yeah. I, I didn't see that so I got thrown up thrown off how they were yeah. eating the cigarettes yeah. yeah I think that was intentional I didn't notice it at first too but then she's like man you eat your cigarettes so fast it's like wait what <laughs> yeah why is she eating them but the one the one woman kind of explains it because the one one of the women doesn't want to eat them but she's like, you need those because that's when you need the sugar because otherwise you'll crash. You need it for energy. Although it doesn't seem like candy cigarettes are going to give you a huge amount of sugar. She should be getting. She should be handing out cheer wine. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I would. Candy cigarettes are chalky. They would make you thirsty. <laughs> and they're very small too. Yeah. Like, to get any amount of sugar, you'd have to eat a whole carton. But I, I like the premise of this. Like, it's a it's a heist comic because... Yeah, there's a twist. Yeah. Where the, the CFO recognizes where they are and says that her former boss has a, a cabin nearby... And she knows that he keeps valuables there. And crypto, a crypto wallet. Yeah, a server. There's a server there with crypto. So she comes up with a plan. And she knows she knows how to get into the building. So she comes up with a plan like, to go steal it. And I don't want to give away the very ending, but there's an additional twist at the very end that's like, whoa. What was the additional twist? I don't want to give it away. <laughs> All right, let me turn turn to the... <laughs> turn to the last page. It's good though. I I really enjoyed it, and I really liked the art a lot. I think I thought it was very well suited because it's be kind continued? of. 
yes, that is the twist that it, this is not a single <laughs> issue. There's it's a rare instance where there's going to be multiple issues. So I liked it. I will be getting the trade of this one. Wow, I forgot that. I know, interesting, huh? So this is gonna be a good story, I can tell. And I, I like it. I like the characters. I thought this issue did a good job of kind of setting up the characters. Yeah. And because the focus really was on the characters more than the the heist at this point, and then obviously it'll get more and more into the heist as the story goes. So good stuff. What percentage of IDW wildlife firefighters are inmates? Uh, 30% of California's wildland firefighting crews. That's a lot. 30%? That is... I wonder if they go like... The, oh. Like if you're... If you have these kind of crimes, we're going to let you fight the fire. But if you're, I mean, you probably, (laughs) well, there's probably two things. You need to sign up. You need to be willing to do it, right? Because they're not just going to throw you. You're a prisoner. You got to go fight a fire. Yeah. You probably earn some kind of points if you help the situation, I, I would say. Well, it look, it look, also, looks good. Looks good on your resume, or when right, they meet to. It's right, it's something to add to your resume, so that when you do get out, it, it looks good because you be like, yeah, I served on the the fire force for yeah. how many years? Many years. And it also, I mean, it gets you out of prison, right? And into. If if I was stuck in prison, I would I would want to do it. Yeah. Just to get outside and. Well, I don't do know, man. That's else. a lot of smoke and in, in, intake, like a lot. Yeah. No, it's it's for sure dangerous. I mean, I think I think Ma, the one they call Ma, I think she's got cancer because of it. Because of the smoke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this was this was a good one. I gave this one a four out of five. This was almost creeping into the five out of fives. I'm the exact same. I gave it four out of five, but almost five. I have a feeling like oh, the whole story will probably be a five out of five once they get into the the heist part of it. yeah so the next one I, we forgot to cover on the last episode so we I, did. I, I threw it on this one. But this is Space Lady, and this is a Behemoth comic as well. This one I liked a little bit more. Um, it's unusual for sure. Yeah, it's definitely more indie. I like the art style. It's very, um, I guess, in the vein of. Mafoot. Wouldn't yeah, you a little say? Bit. A little bit. It's not as exaggerated. Yeah, he does a lot of tiny uh, panels that I, that kind of annoy me a little bit. But he, this one does does it. Who's the creator on this? I can't it tell. It is 
I saw it in here. Big uh, Icky? <laughs> it's Icky, but her, she says her full name somewhere. Is Icky uh, a female? I thought... Let me, let me find the name. Man, these behemoths are tough. Oh, here we go. Ashley Warwick. Space Lady. So Ashley Warwick, a.k.a. Yeah. Where does it say that? On the copyright. Oh, okay. That's where you get the real... <laughs> people's real names in the, in the copyright. So this is about a woman... Oh my gosh, I gotta find my notes for this. What was I don't even remember what her job was. Well, she's a she's a police officer. She she, uh, she, she goes oh, after yeah. crime. So she's got like a crime radio that says, Okay, so, something's going bad here. You gotta go help. And she's hung over in this issue where she's drank too much. She seems to be an alcoholic of some sort. And she decides she doesn't wanna do anything, but her the, the robots that are within her control decide to take law and order in their own hands and they right. go out and do that kind of most of the issue features her robots uh, stopping yeah. crimes vi violently stopping crimes yeah they shoot people <laughs> and then the AI in the the robots decides oh we don't want to work for her anymore like we'll do our, we'll do our own thing and uh, she ends up controlling them again on their own free will, though. So, so it's it's done like a comedy, like a drunk female that didn't do shit, and her robots did all the work for her. It was entertaining, and I think I think the story beats were pretty uh, cool. Yeah. I, I like I like her art style. This one I did give a three out of five though too, in terms of where it ranked with according to everything. Yeah, I think I would I would agree. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but it didn't blow me away or anything. I don't know, like if I was in your case, if I would. Go further with this one, because <clears throat> like one one like what are they gonna do? You know, like I, I have no idea what they'll do with issue two. Yeah, there's no real overarching story. I assume it's just further adventures of this woman. Yeah. So we have. <clears throat> we have a couple of uh, bad idea. We do. I read them. One I liked a lot. Like I gave one a five out of five. One of I them gave I one... gave a four out of five. But the the artwork annoyed me in the lot. <laughs> I couldn't. Let's see. I gave a four out of five to one of them. <clears throat> And a three out of five to the other one. I gave a five out of five to Pirate Queen. And I gave a four out of five, but I could easily give it a five out of five. 
<clears throat> I thought it was genius. I, I loved it. And to me, Polina's Adam Polina's art looked better Ooh. than it's ever looked. Like it's it looked, so good. This is the best I, I've ever seen him draw. <clears throat> it looked amazing. Because yeah. Adam Polina did like X Force back in the day and stuff. Yeah, he's done stuff. I think he's done triumphant comics. He's done a lot. His uh, the way he draws Pirate Queen is almost—it's very kind of. It looks almost like Manara a little bit. I would agree. Just from the face. Or expressions. His, 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 but... Well, his line, his line too. Yeah, this is just yeah. His art was phenomenal in this. Yeah, we want to talk about that one first. Yeah, I love this story too. This the story was uh, was was fantastic, but I am a sucker for pirate pirate uh, stories. Pirate stories. And this one was like really well done. Like I really yeah. like this one. So this is written by Peter Milligan. Mm-hmm. With Adam Polina art. And it opens with a daughter of a famous pirate named Monday Ryan, even though she was born on a Sunday. Her father was drunk, so he thought it was Monday. (laughs) (laughs) It is a very unusual name for a pirate, though, don't you think? It sounds very like today. Like, I could see somebody naming their kid Monday. And having the last name Ryan, but a pirate, you know, it just seems weird. <clears throat> yeah, and she ne- she never knew her mother because her mother died giving birth to her, so she was raised by her father, who was the this pirate captain. So she was raised on pirate ships, basically. So she's basically raised to be a pirate. That's the life she knows. And she was able to fend off the guys because some of the guys were like, gonna, you know, sexually wanted to rape her at some point and stuff like that. I think she, always her dad, throughout her whole life. Her, yeah, her dad <laughs> taught her to to kick him in the nuts and kill him if she needed to. Yep. Tired to be a badass. And she f- loses her father and falls in love with uh, an Asian pirate. I forget what his name is. Is it Lin? L-I-N? Yeah, but, yeah Lin. Lin. Yeah. <clears throat> And uh, they have a lot of pirate adventures together, and she gets pregnant. And then she starts having thoughts, well, maybe we should start getting out of this pirate business and settle down somewhere. And he's like, well, how are we going to make money? Like, you know, how are we going to survive? And uh, at this point, a lot of the British and Spanish, uh, Spain wars are, are are going away, and they're focusing on the pirates. Like instead of focusing right. on fighting each other, they're focusing on well, these guys are stealing our shit. Let's go after them. And right. there's a British uh, commander and several of guys underneath him who actually get themselves in a predicament where they are able to capture these pirates along with Pirate Queen. And her husband, and they're on the gap. They're gonna hang them. They're gonna hang them all. And she tells the the admiral of the British uh, navy, "I'm pregnant. I don't want to kill the baby. Blah. I, 
the under well, sub she said, yeah she says you guys you have a law yeah because she's really smart she's like they're pregnant women she's one of the best navigators ever right because she's yeah spent her whole life on boats so so she's such a great navigator and she's she says there's a law you can't kill a pregnant woman and he goes well you're good looking and i hear you guys are wild in the sack so i'm gonna have my way with you and she gives herself up and she tells her husband that and her oh, husband he says if you, if you sleep with me i'll let your husband go yeah and she says okay i'll i'll do this she agrees to it she, yeah. she agrees to it and then the next time she wakes up her husband's hanging and he's dead yeah she comes back out and that's pretty so dead. he didn't keep his word and then he left her to die on a like a, a floating piece of wood out in the middle of nowhere and uh she's it's sort of a revenge story is after that point she's rescued yeah, it's her her mission is to find the the guy yeah she meets him. two guy like two two guys that end up being like her her own pirates yeah she ends up because she goes to like a <laughs> island where there's a bunch of ex ex pirates and ex slaves yeah and befriends them and one woman they she's like a sex slave to one of the guys she's getting revenge on and convinces her to kill her master and she does and then she becomes like one of the pirates <clears throat> so there's two females and two guys one of the guys doesn't want to share the money because she's black and doesn't want to share it but pirate queen convinces him he's, he he better share it so they they still rob and then there's there's a, a spanish ship and it's huge it's like the i forget See, what it's in, called so, yeah but it's the spanish inquisition yeah ship where they torture infidels yeah and one of them is related i guess to the prince right he's the brother of a prince or yeah, his brother the head inquisitor or whatever yeah and he was on the ship to be tortured because he didn't believe in god right <clears throat> So he was a total atheist. And then he becomes her her lover over time and starts going on adventures with with the with these this band of uh pirates. And she hunts down every officer <clears throat> and takes them down with the exception of that admiral, that British guy that leads the whole thing. And she gets really close and then has the baby and has to withdraw, right? Yeah. So she has the baby. Like, when she's in the same building as this guy, she's that close. <laughs> yeah, she goes into labor before she, she goes into labor. Once she has the baby, the deal's off. Like, her, her thirst for revenge. Her, yeah, her attitude towards life kind of changes. Yeah, I got to protect my baby first. Yeah, like, I don't care. She decides to give up her mission and they go back to the states, correct? Yeah, they go to New York. New York. And she at this time marries the Spaniard that was the atheist. And they start a exporting business. Right. An import export, like in I don't want to I don't want to spoil the ending, but 
the uh, the main bad guy obviously returns, and then who's so, gonna re- who's gonna read a bad idea comic? They can't even find them. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. They can't get it in trade. Idea. They can't get it digitally. That's true. They have they either to own it or or go to the dollar bin somewhere and luck out <laughs> and get all four. That is true. But let, let's just say oh. that the the British well, he finds her right. He finds her, yeah. I thought the ending was a little rushed. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Well, it it felt a little weird because it wasn't her that got it. It was the she would have died. Yeah. You know. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what felt weird to me. Because let me look at my notes. Well, she, the, uh, one one thing that's important though, <clears throat> I think to mention is oh, the that's right, yeah. The the Navy British soldier has nightmares continuously. Like he has to see doctors and everything, because he just envisions on um, what he did. Like he. He pretty much raped this girl, left her in the middle of nowhere, and has guilt for it. And he knows that, like, she's seeking him out to kill him. So he, like, has trouble sleeping. I don't think he has guilt over what he did. I think he is just afraid. He's afraid. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you're, end, you're, he just want, you're, he you're wants right. to kill her. I mean, he doesn't care for her at all. <laughs> you're right. He doesn't care. He just wants her. He dead. was happy until she fa- he found out that she was still alive. Yeah. He, he thought she was dead because they put her on a piece of wood in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. When he found out she was still alive, he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he he couldn't sleep because he just kept fearing that she was going to come get her revenge. Yeah, Can I we love talk about this one. a couple of the backups. Yeah, they were they were sort of uh, personally for me very forgetful. <laughs> well, the only one don't I have to open them up to. Uh... The one that stuck out to me is in issue number two. Was that the ENIAC one? Yeah, because it's an it's an ENIAC preview. I don't think it was a preview. I think it came after ENIAC was already out. Oh, is it a post? Yeah, it's a post ENIAC. No, post ENIAC. But it didn't have a lot of substance, so. There was no. It's about a kid who's trying to create a portal to another dimension and accidentally discovers that reality is a computer program, like in the Matrix. Mm hmm. Or then, then he he acts without remorse because he doesn't care because he thinks everything is not not real; it's just a program. But then he's questioned, like, how do you know? How do you, how do you know that's actually the truth, or does someone just want you to think that it's a program when it's not really a program? Yeah. It's like ooh. And that was a Matt Kent one. Yeah, that was a Kent one. And then there was a story called Numb. This was uh, Kent and Rip about a 
a character that had all his nerve endings taken out, so he can't feel pain whatsoever. Or he can't feel anything. Like, he kissed a girl, and he didn't even know he kissed her. Yeah, he has no feeling as, at as all. A, as a young boy. Yeah. He has zero feeling. Yeah, it's a very dark, depressing story. <laughs> yeah. So there was the ENIAC one, that one. There was a dice art one I didn't understand. I um, didn't understand. I was going to ask you because I, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> I, I think you're, I read it twice and I still didn't get it. Uh, you're back up by dice art. I don't really get it. Peasants on desolate planet, orcs on floating building, woman gives up two kids for reward, an oxen thing. Oh, for an oxen. And the kids are ooh, brought to high orc priest and blindfolded. All right. <laughs> but it seems like we should have got something on that last page. And then the, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't get it. Like oh, there was, you mean that dead because animal? We, well, the, there was the dead animal. Is that dead animal from like the beginning of the story? Because it starts off, she's complaining because some animal fell from the sky and it's poisoning the water or something. I don't know. I was lost. Yeah. And I don't understand why they put the hood on the child at the end. Because he's going to become like a magic. He's. Yeah, they're training him they're to be... They're training him to be a like a magician, a sorcerer of some sort. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was weird. I thought you were going to give me some pretentious insight. Like, <laughs> if I, I felt like there was something there, like a deeper level, but I didn't... Yeah, I didn't get it. What was the other one? What was the... Which was the ENIAC one? Was that issue one? That was, no, that was issue two. Okay, so let me issue get... one was... Let me pull that one out. So, that was about the dude on a planet, and he's extracting a crystal, and then he gets attacked by some monsters and eaten, and then the robot comes down and gets the crystal. And then the dudes in the computer lab are like, hey, good job, you got the crystal back. And he's too bad about the prisoner, and he's like, eh, that's okay, we got lots of them. Yeah, I was very forgetful too. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get a lot of value in in all of them. In any the of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which they, I, they I was didn't. surprised. Like I, I'm glad they were there and they had good art. I just didn't. We we read better anthologies that are eight pages, in my opinion. Like in the image anthology and the, the Skybound. Creepy. Yeah. Creeps. They're, they're just more effective, in my opinion. They're more mm. memorable. This was very forgetful. I think I felt the same way with Lot. I think Lot had a little bit better backups. I'll have to. Or at go least back. it had a tanker's backup. So. <laughs> yeah, it did have a tanker's black and white backup. I like that one. That was a prequel. Yes, that because the people were Thank alive. <laughs> Because it was when they were the first te first testing the portal. Oh, we can tell. So I don't even remember what issue it was, but yeah, it's a tanker's prequel where they show them they first built the portal and they're doing a test. So they have one of the one of the dudes 
volunteers to go through and he goes through and gets eaten by a bunch of dinosaurs and then a bunch of baby dinosaurs come running through the portal and they have to kill them all but he keeps one the main guy keeps one as proof that it it's that it worked one was called the reverse art art thief oh yeah that was good too that doug yeah, braithwaite and matt kent yeah that was a good one because that was about an art thief who steals uh, art that was stolen by the Nazis and returns it to the rightful owner. Yeah. So that was a good one. That was probably my favorite. Oh, this one here, I think, has something to do with their... Uh... Oh, that one was good. The one with the team was good, too. Oh, Kent Laugham. Yeah, hero trade. Books. Hero trade. Oh, is that hero trade? Yeah. Ah, do I? I think that's what I don't have, right? Well, I don't have it either. That was one that they. That was, that really was the first. That was the first bad idea, thing that they sent to stores and didn't tell them what it was. I think challengers threw theirs out because they were like, "Who's sending us this comic? One one issue. <laughs> it's like worth a thousand dollars now." <laughs> but uh, what's it called? Hero trade. Hero trade. Yeah. Why do they gotta pull the shit with like the, the only stuff I care about, like the stuff I actually care about? Well, I think you can read Hero Trade in ENIAC if you have it all. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's republished as a backup. Okay. Okay, so they did. So this they do is, allow you to read it. <clears throat> this is just an additional one. So it's just it's just a collection of the. Yeah little stories yeah this is man every copy of this is cgc like did anyone actually keep it out of the i don't know probably the, the people that don't care about it being a collectible there's got to yeah, be guess, some of them out there that just want to read the story i guess I, all the people who are selling it cgc it first so yeah. they can get more money for it yeah that four had the tankers so three had something else. I'm trying to. What did three have as a backup? Mm, let me look at my notes. If I wrote a note. Uh, backups by Milligan about a girl with alcoholic parents and a brother who turns into a creature. Oh that was yeah, that was that was weird, but it was good and it was straightforward. Cause her yeah. brother her brother protected her from that guy that was gonna rape her. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The the backups in the lot were much more memorable than the ones that were in the Pirate yeah, Queen. Yeah, Pirate Queen. But the Pirate Queen story was just so badass that I fucking like. I love the art. I love the story. I wanted more. <laughs> yeah, with the lot, I kind of like the backups more than I like the actual <laughs> the story. Well, I like the I like the pre was bad. I like the premise of the lot. I didn't like the art at all. I I, I found that it looked to it's me very like photorealistic. Well, I, I it really looked photorealistic, and it looked to me like the guy took pictures of some person, yeah. and then converted that picture, which was you know color and everything, into line work. Like somehow using some app. Yeah, use the filter, a filter or something. Yeah, and it was, and there was a couple scenes with the demon and like, 
I found it distracting. Uh, some of the, like, I, I had trouble telling the difference between the producer, the writer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, if there was the one female, so she stood out because she's the one that hired our main, would you say, protagonist or main character. Mm-hmm. Um, she hired her. She had an interview, and they were looking for somebody to, 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 to for one year, uh, you were guaranteed a one-year contract to help them get things in order and try to make the the, the studio profitable again. Yeah, I think she was hired as a CEO, right? <laughs> yeah, and she's got one year, so she, she at least has to one year. Herself, yeah. And she works with two other people, a guy and another woman. And they uncover in the books, like, the, they're paying for this lot, like, in a good space, and nobody uses it. Like, it's vacated. Right. And, uh, but they're still paying, yeah, and they're still paying for it. So she's like, why are we paying, paying for it? Why are we, why are we paying, paying all this, this money and for using it and not using it? So let's clean it up and let's use it. Yeah, so it's a lot, it's like a movie lot where they used to film movies in this building. Yeah. And she's like, why don't we, yeah, why aren't we using it? Yeah, so they go and clean it all out. Everything's good. And then, did they find out the history of the room first, or did the dude cut himself up first? The son, the one guy's son, cut himself up first, I think, and then they yeah, find he, out. He, yeah, he was alone in there at night. And he he's just sitting there, and he just starts cutting cutting flesh off of himself and Cluts eating his it. tongue off too doesn't he like yeah he, yeah he eats his tongue and he's the son of one of the guys like there's the writer the producer the i don't think he was i don't think that guy was the son just says he was a grip no he was the son okay of which guy i don't remember because i can never just tell him apart <laughs> But then they then they tell the like history. I, I actually the... think color would have helped this book, in in my opinion. To tell them apart. To tell them apart and um, just just to give it more because it's distracting with the photorealism. To give it color would have benefited, I think. Yeah. Because you're not drawing anything, so at least have somebody do something creative <laughs> and put some color to it. And I like this guy too, this Gidis. Uh, he's the artist. I don't yeah, remember. Renato... He 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 worked for DC. Gidis. I don't remember him ever doing art like this. What has he done before? Um, I'd have to look. Did he do any Valiant stuff? Yeah, he did. That's what I thought I recognized his name from. But I don't remember his art being like this. Like, I like photorealism. Like, that one Spawn artist does that. I forget what his name. Sizmon. Yeah. But but he, yeah. Obvious, he obfuscates Some... the realism out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can tell it's like photorealism, but he puts his own touch on it. Renato Gidis art. Let's see. Original art. What has he done? Here we go. 
I know he's done Superman. Superman, Wolverine. Oh, XO. Oh, that's right. Did, did he do the Matt Kent XO? I thought that was a deal began with a G. He might have done AXO, but. About. Let's see if he's got his about oh, I think page. He just did a cover of it for it, maybe. That's what I hate when I look up stuff and dudes just did covers and it's like. Oh, he's done some deceased. But if you look at his DC work, it doesn't look as photorealistic, in my opinion. <clears throat> it looks like drawn. Yeah. I'm looking at some of their pages now, and I don't... Anyway, it, it made it confusing, but it, it turns out in this lot, these creators of this one movie when they filmed it, they filmed it and a lot of people killed themselves, right? On, on, on the set. Oh, in the, the With, on the actual, fi on the actual film, a lot of people died. Yeah. And they got away with it. And. Well, cause they were filming a horror movie. So, yeah. You know. They, they were able to hide it and make a lot of money. They became famous. All of them did. Yeah, all, they all were people successful. worked on the movie. Yeah. They sold their souls basically to a demon, and that demon is what granted them. In one case, the actor was almost immortal, right? Like he wasn't aging. Yeah, he was immortal. And then the writer was like super successful, like writing hit after hit after hit, and the producer, right. you know, made a lot of money. They they were all very successful. I didn't understand the woman's benefit. Other than she was like, successful in the studio, but it seemed like she never got her wish or never, and she hired the girl, so I, I didn't understand what her motive was. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, she was the one who, yeah, because that was the woman who originally hired her and, and she, gave her the paperwork for the place. Right, and they never had a sacrifice. Like the other one sacrificed somebody they loved. One guy sacrificed his wife. Uh, that's why I thought one of the guys lost his son. Like I, he was a grip, and he killed himself. Yeah. Um, I forget what all, what all they all made sacrifices. Well, one to of the them, demon. one of them sacrificed his daughter, but she was already dying. Yeah, she was like eight or something of cancer. That's right. And then they sort of hid this in the lot, and then she brought back the lot, and it brought back all brought this demon back sort of opened up the pandora's box yeah and the demon was collecting from those who hadn't paid yet yeah no collecting the debt and then the one main character once once all this hit she sort of hunted down these people and made sure they paid for for what happened, including the person that hired her. She ended up dying too, mm -hmm. but uh, she has the demon. The way I understand it, she has the demon inside of her now. 
Yeah, because she when she freed the demon, he was like, well, once the demon collected everything, he was like, I'm free finally. I'm happy to be free. But then he made like some kind of deal with her where she, yeah, I didn't understand it exactly. Yeah. She get his powers or she merged with him or something. She, I, I thought she merged with him. Yeah. I liked it. I, I, I gave it a four out of five, even though I had trouble with the art. You gave it a three out of five, you said? Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Yeah. I can understand that. I thought, I thought, it, I, I didn't dislike it, but in the end, I was kind of like, did I really need to read it? I don't know. Whereas Pirate Queen, I'm like, that was great. You know, I'm glad I read that story. But this one, it's like, I didn't get the same feeling. Yeah. Pirate Queen with is with the exception of uh passive aggressive has been my favorite like bad idea comic uh of the bunch. What were and, the first two we read? Tankies, I like that. Which one? Tankies. Oh, tankers. <laughs> tankers yeah i like tankers i like ta- i like tankers I tankers had like a humor to it that was like this is like the dumbest idea ever yeah. but it was it was entertaining <laughs> like we knew it was dumb <laughs> but we were along for the ride and the other one was monster kill squad which was sort of oh yeah, yeah. i like that one too that was good i i liked them but i so far, bad idea seems like a lot that I get in Aftershock and Scout and Vault and um, Image. Like it, it doesn't like have its distinctive voice where I'm like blown away. I haven't read any act yet though, but I loved Passive Aggressive and I love I actually loved Pirate Queen. Like I, those are two yeah. books that. So far, I've really liked. So, why was Pirate Queen seven ninety nine? I don't know. They're they're that's pr- crazy. That's they're, crazy pricing. <laughs> their prices are fucking way expensive. Like to, to me, the lot was like five ninety nine, which is acceptable. It's high, but acceptable. So seven ninety nine. That's crazy. Because it's like thirty two pages, right, or thirty six at the max. Yeah, granted. But that's because there's an additional story in it. I don't know. I think I think the bad idea guys are doing the math and they're saying, well, if we want to make a profit. Yeah, this I mean, book, I do this understand. This book needs to be seven ninety nine, And it, yeah. they're as hard as to get as a, like a Kickstarter, except the Kickstarter, I don't have to work for it. Right. Yeah, it's basically a Kickstarter price. Yeah. Well, Kickstarters are a little more expensive. True. So you got seven ninety nine, which would normally be ten to fifteen on a Kickstarter, and then plus shipping. So True. they're a little under a Kickstarter. A little, yeah, a little less than a Kickstarter, but more than a. They have a good quality cover stock. Comic. Like it's a thicker cover stock, which is nice. But so does Spawn, and that's two ninety nine. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a little, maybe a little thicker than Spawn, but very similar. And it's, I mean, they're glossy, but I don't know. I'd rather lose the gloss and reduce the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I guess, yeah, they all are. I don't know. I haven't decided for the new bad ideas. I think there's a David Lap Lapham story series. Yeah. Maybe I'll just get that one and say screw the rest of them. But where, would, where, them would you, where would you get them from? I know there's a couple of stores in Chicago, but would you go to the store to get them or what? I don't know. I just decide if I want to go to the store or just find somewhere online where I can. I uh I see if I, I can order the whole emailed series. Third Eye and uh, asked them if they still had my subscription, and they said yeah. But if it turns out they don't, I'm not gonna cry. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way and yeah, it. hunt them down because as much as I like some of their stories, I I guess I don't feel that they offer anything that I don't get anywhere else. Yeah, you you have a stack of comics already that Yeah. And I do, and having said that, I still pay a lot for Kickstarters. Like I I have a whole stack full right here. But my Kickstarters tend to be if if you follow me and watch what Kickstarters I buy, they're they're definitely bad girl comics. <laughs> the majority of them. Right, they're books that you're not going to see in Diamond usually. They're 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 bad girl or they're public domain characters that I, I liked when people play with public domain a lot. And then I like Silverline, but Silverline was an existing publisher in the the eighties and nineties, and they're redoing some of their books and they're putting out new content. So that's Roland Mann. You can you can find some of his stuff on in the 90s like cat and mouse and a bunch of other stuff but he's redoing some cat and mouse stuff and there's a lot of other books that he publishes i like a lot and then of course evolution i like everything that comes out of it and it's not all by marcel dupree some most of them he comes up with the concept but somebody else is writing it or he's publishing somebody else's book. But yeah. I, I like the content in which he puts out books. And the other one I like a lot is Bad Bug. They're, uh, I don't know uh, what that is. They're, they fall under, I don't know, they're, they're very uh, rated R, rated X, depending on the book. But... Uh, their their comics are really well put together in terms of uh, I, I I buy every I'm like all in on their Kickstarters. So yeah, there's and I still get like Eerie, which is a magazine that's spelled not like the original Eerie, but has a Y in it. And uh, that one is the the rival of the the book. Uh, is that Shutter. the Mike Hoffman one? Yeah, that's the Mike Hoffman one. Yeah, I still buy those. Those ones are the cheapest, believe it or not. It's a magazine-sized oh, book. Oh, because of the size, yeah. But he charges you the most fare for shipping and, and the like the the magazine. Like it, it's it's legitimate. 
Everybody yeah. else charges a lot. They're like 10, 10 is the cheapest you can get at plus shipping. And then it's usually 15 to 20. And sometimes it goes, if it's counterpoint, it goes into the $25 range. And if it's that other one that is getting published, it's in that $25 range too. But I'm not getting them anymore that's why because I, they're in previews now. So yeah, that's why I don't get a lot of Kickstarters anymore. Yeah. Well, both those reasons. One because the price has gone up immensely in the last few years, and two because a lot of the stuff ends up in previews anyway. So. Yeah, about half of it. I, I, I'm surprised my flesh-eating cheerleaders ever got there. To tell you the truth, I didn't think Me it was too. going to be published. I was shocked to see that. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff when because I like to look up stuff, like for stuff I've no idea what it is, and a lot of times I'll I'll, I'll look up a comic title and see that it was a Kickstarter. Yeah. Which I like because then I can look at preview pages, <laughs> and I can see how much people paid for it and. And I could say, I guess I could pay, you know, three bucks for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is less than the shipping I would have paid for the Kickstarter. Makes me not feel so bad about my outrageous DCBS bill. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the money I save, though. I pay full price for all those Kickstarters. So when you when you sent back the Spawn books that that you were going to cover. I had read those all a long, long time ago. Those are the ones you read out of order. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had read them the last time. And some of them, I, there, there was one or two that I read out of order. The other ones I had uh, just read. And that, it's not that I read them out of order. It's just that I thought we were on that to cover. In other words, I thought we were a book ahead. So you and we, and we weren't. No, I didn't. I read them in sequential order. No, that's a lie. Yeah, no, it is true. No, it's a lie. No, I because read because the them. what the the cog issue you hadn't read the cog issue yet. That was the only one. Okay, there was okay. an exception. <laughs> that was the exception to the rule. I, that was the one. The the cog issue. Okay. The other ones. So I went back and I reread that the same day we we talked about it. Yeah. And then the other ones I had already read the last time. So with the exception of Scorch number nine, that that one I have fresh in my head because. And I like the Scorch number nine cover I got. Uh, with uh. It's got the dragon where he's yeah, riding. Yeah, medieval medieval spawn on a dragon. Yeah, that's a good gunslinger one. on a horse, and she spawn on a motorcycle. Yeah, that's a good one. That's awesome. And the other cover is uh, She Spun on the Motorcycle, which okay. I prefer, but it does look... The one, one thing I like about the cover that you're referencing is the way the the flying dragon that he's that he's riding is drawn. It looks really cool. Yeah. That's, that's a cool-ass dragon. The focal point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could have probably just had that and made it bigger, and it would have been a... An amazing cover. 
Yeah, this one was giving a lot of backstory about Plague Spawn and Medieval Spawn, essentially. I gotta find my notes. Um, I read these a while ago. Yeah, this one was him as a little boy, and the plague killed his parents and his brother, and uh, the church took him in and gave him some concoction that turned him into Plague Spawn. This is the backstory of Plague Spawn. <clears throat> well, part of the part of the history, because some of the history of Plague Spawn we got in the Cog issue, right? About how the plague was plague. The Plague Spawn was the first spawn that was, or one of the first spawns that was created that was successful, but it was ultimately unsuccessful because it didn't do what they wanted it to do. But this is when they gave it to a kid. And then Plague Spawn in present time is possessed by um, the one girl that was sick. I forget what her name was. Natasha. Natasha, yeah. The Russian. And uh, that, that plays into this story because they're fighting Plague Spawn. And uh, Plague Spawn gets beheaded, and you see who who was actually beheaded. But um, this one had the devourers too. It was a the soul devour, the sin devourers. devourers yeah. Were all those uh, beings that are sent to kill spawns? That was a good issue. I liked it. Art, art in this was really nice. Interior art, too. Yeah, Steven. Segovia. Segovia, yeah. Sean Lewis and Todd McFarlane on the script. Now, the other ones, you're going to have to refresh my memory because... Let's see, I got Gunslinger. What was this one? 11. This is the... Uh, with Winterstone... Oh yeah, the 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 windigo looking creature, right? Yeah. And he he killed a bunch of angels cuz trying to find the location of Gunslinger. And then let's see what happens. All right, Gunslinger Oh, he goes and gets some kid who was in a previous issue to be a sidekick. I thought that kid was Gunslinger's uh, the original that was in Gunslinger number one, the one that lost yeah. his father. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was from. Yeah, it was number one. It's not just some kid. It's the kid that was around. That taught him when how he, to ride a motorcycle. When he first, yeah, when he first yeah. came to our. He our taught time. him how to poop. Oh, what a toilet oh, yeah, it was. Taught him about the indoor indoor toilets. Yeah, and... the outhouse. <laughs> you have an outhouse in your house. <laughs> it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you shit in your house. <laughs> And then he's sitting there talking to the kid, and that's when there's an awesome double-page splash of 
whatever his name is, Winterstone attacking Gunslinger. And then they fight. Winterstone is a good-looking uh, character. It'd make a good action figure. Yeah. And then just shocking ending. Where, and I like the cover I got because I get the Brett Booth covers. And it has Winterstone fighting Gunslinger. So a good portion of this issue is them fighting. This is a good issue, though. I liked it. And man, I love the Brett Booth art. Oof. He's killing it. Yeah, he's gotten better, in my opinion. I think so, too. Oh yeah, there was a scene where, uh, what's her name, Jessica? Took gold, took a gunslinger spawns gold that he had buried and gave him money. Yeah, him money so he could buy stuff. And you got to remember too that gunslinger spawn is taking place prior to scorched. Yeah. <clears throat> and Spawn. Yeah, it's prior to all of them. Yeah. And then what Spawn issue did you put? <clears throat> I don't know, but I couldn't find it. It's the one after the Cog issue. It must be 332. Spawn 332. Which I couldn't find. I don't know what I did with it. How do you have trouble? I thought you had these easy stacks. You don't get as many comics as me. Why can't you be organized? <laughs> it, what's what's the problem? It should be in this. It, it's probably in this box. I put all my red comics in this one box to be filed. No, to be bagged and worded and, and filed. No order. No, just random. Oh, here we go. This is it. Uh, spawn. Oh, that's King Spawn. Scorched. Gunslinger. Just whatever order I read them. Ant. Uh, this box is too tight. Here we go. 332. Is that what we're doing? Oh, I found it. Look at that. Mock me no more. <laughs> oh, with a Lanille U cover. 332. Well, this is the... One is the origin of... Cogliostro and the other one spawn and Cog fight as his other. What is Cog's new name? I forget. Sin. Sin. The two ends. Yeah, because Cog wants Spawn to open a, a gateway to hell. Everybody wants. Spawn Everyone to open up too. the gateways. 
Spawn, yeah, Spawn refuses, so he turns into Sin. Oh, and then Spawn tells him that he can't open a dead zone because he hid he hid his power somewhere. Somewhere. And then Sin, Sin is beating up Spawn, but then Sigor. Spawn brought Sigor along, so Sigor comes in. Oh, that was badass. Because <laughs> he just kind of like comes running punches, and then they leave. <laughs> yep. He, he says something like, I have something in my back pocket, and it's Sigor. <laughs> I have him as my secret weapon. And he's really all the one that... Had it planned. He's really the only one... I don't know if, like, Spawn controls Saiger or what, but he's the only one that Spawn trusts, in my opinion. Like, he always has Saiger with him. The the Scorched he doesn't even have trust in. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their agendas. And even Terry's trying to stop him. Yeah. The angels, the medieval spawn, gunslinger spawn, haunt. They they all want him to open up the portals for some reason. So King Spawn number nine is the other one? Or number 13, sorry. 13. And this one, let me try to find my notes. Oh, I don't have very many notes on this one. I have Terry got the crown and Spawn is there to retrieve it. Spawn works to bring back Wanda. Terry's on the run. A boy is introduced and he controls Comax. That that was interesting. Because I don't know if I've ever seen this Comax before. Something wants their assistant. I don't know what I meant by that. Something wants their assistance with Spawn. What the hell do I mean by that? Raven Spawn takes out Zab, and Spawn fights with Raven Spawn. A Zab is that weird-looking human that looks like a rock star. I'm looking at the wrong notes. No wonder I can't. It's not matching up. What were you looking at? Ant. Spawn 10. <laughs> You're way off. Where the heck is my notes for this? You know how much you get paid? You really don't prepare. Like, for <laughs> as much as our our Patreons pay us, you really come unprepared. Yeah, I can't find my notes on this yeah, one. You just, like, you can't find your comic. You, you show up. This one, who did the art in this? Half-ass... <laughs> <laughs> you don't put any effort into it. Are you kidding me? I read all these comic books except for one. And then you forget them all, it. and then your notes don't work. I just can't find my notes on this issue. But I think you covered it. So the artist is this a new artist, Thomas Natchlik? Yeah. You found like the comic it. then. Yeah, I do have the comic. You just don't remember reading it. I remember the the ravens like attacking people. Yeah. 
All hail the king's pawn. So, you should be getting your shipment soon, right? Screech. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, it should be shipping soon. Because, well, was this the last Wednesday? Or is there a Wednesday next week? <laughs> there's oh, a there's Wednesday a Wednesday next this week. week. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Wednesday this week. So I'll get it. Hopefully, next weekend. We got to decide what to cover. We're getting behind in. Well, I think we should do image number five just because that one's out. Okay. Did you get uh, that whale book from uh, Bad Idea? What's it called? Whalesville or something like that. I don't know. If I do, I'll read it. Did you get sleigh, sleigh bells? I did get sleigh bells. So we could put sleigh bells out. And Whalesville. Okay, sleigh bells. There was another no. one that somebody mentioned in my tweets. Like a bad idea? Yeah. Or something else. Isn't there another one-shot? Well, I want to do ENIAC, but you don't have it. I do. I thought you were missing some of it. I think I got my missing issue at Challengers. I think. Or am I still missing an issue? Damn it. I can't reach my... My box is, out, is outside my office, so I can't, can't look at it. Unless you want me to go look and see if I have them all. X rocks and oh, wait. minerals. Maybe I wrote it down. <clears throat> what? Is there rocks a book minerals? called Rocks and Minerals? I did not get that one. I don't think I have that one. <laughs> let me see. Let me see if I wrote down what any. Oh, that's I what have. the Whalesville X rocks and went as minerals. Ah. It's like the whole name. Eniac. Oh, maybe I'm missing number two. Hang on, I'm gonna go look. Hank Howard, I know you didn't get that one. That was the pizza detective. I don't know what other issues there are. But we probably need to do some exciting comics, man, because we are getting really behind in those. So let me see what those are. Exciting comics up. So you do 15. I am missing number two. Number one, number three, number four. Dang it. All right, I got to buy number two. <laughs> we could do an exciting comics. We're getting really behind in that. Yeah, that'd be good. Number 15 and 16, do you want to do? Of what? Exciting comics. Oh. <laughs> yes. Of <laughs> what? <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was thinking Antarctic. Yeah, I was thinking exciting comics is just the Antarctic. That is what I'm talking about. I forgot that there was one called exciting comics. Okay, what what issues or just the number? Number fifteen and sixteen. Okay. 
and the only one else I have queued, and then you can throw in whatever you find, but uh, step by step by bloody step, number one. I didn't get that. No, wait. That's image. I didn't get that. Did you get it? I think so. That's, yes. I that's a Spurrier. You yeah, like I Spurrier. I do like Spurrier. All right. That's that's all I have for what I'm going to put forth. And then you can put forth whatever else you want. Just let me know a week in advance if you can, like next Saturday. I will let you know. Let me see if there's anything I read recently that I want to talk about. I don't think there is. Did you get New Rat City, or is that on its way? Oh, what? Rat City? New Rat City. Rat City. It was Scouts. Oh, it's in my next order, yeah my next box I don't know yeah there's I, I, I pulled some stuff that I want to read so okay I'll, I'll well let, let me know I'll, I'll let you know what they are alright for my stack anything else you want to mention or I don't think so alright we can wrap this baby up and start our Sunday yes you can reach Bill at dbm00. Send all of your email to him at bill at comicbooknoise.com. I'm Mike I'm Mike at comicbooknoise.com and at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. We are located at geekbrunchpodcast.com and also on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button and follow all the episodes threads there. The next episode may be a previews episode too depending on how things land Should be. yeah i already have the new previews i don't have the marvel and dc supplements yet they're probably coming this week and next week or yeah this week's yeah they may be available digitally already i'm gonna go look for the dc one just to see what's out today but um, we'll see you guys in two weeks, unless I'm traveling. Um, that's possible. Unless you're in California. Yeah. Unless I'm in. Where you live. Going once, one month out of the year. All right. All right. I bought this hardcover called Cali. It was a Dark Horse one. It looks so good. Um, I don't know why I bought it, but it I, I thumbed through it, and it looked amazing. There's also okay. a Karma okay. Dynamite book hardcover that looks great. But I don't think you got either one of those. What is the Karma Dynamite book? It's called Karma? It's called Karma, yeah. It's a, original? Yes. I don't think I got that. Yeah. All righty. Well, you got you have a good week, and we'll talk to you again soon. And if you find anything that you've read that you want to talk about, send me a a 
and I am. All right, we'll do. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.